your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. Today is Sunday, November 5th. We're here live taking your calls and answering your questions. Dial us up, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in a little bit. I don't have a lot today. Um, just a reminder, we're into November already. This is going to be a big tax year. I think a, a lot of people have done well this year. A lot of owner-operators that we do accounting for have had a really good year. Last couple of months look like they're going to be very strong. We have big tax law changes that could happen any time. You need to get your accounting done. You need to know where you stand this year for taxes. You need to know how you should be planning next year for taxes if we do get these big tax law changes. And you should have numbers every month to run your business on. Whatever you use, I don't care if it's an old school ledger and a pencil. Just have something. Now, that's a lot of work. If you want to do it that way, you can. Spreadsheets could work. QuickBooks could work. I certainly would love you to try our software. It's something that I built and designed, and it's from 30 years, almost 30 years of of experience doing accounting and taxes for owner-operators, and it's built just for owner-operators. We have a free 30-day trial. You could sign up for that trial right now, and we've opened up the program for the whole year. So for nothing, you could go back and put all your data in and be completely caught up. It'll take you about a day to do the first 10 months of the year. won't cost you anything. And then you'll have your numbers. You'll be ready for taxes. You know, if you, if you have a good accounting system, the first week in January, you go in, you finish off December, you're just about ready. Wait for some forms to come in, get your tax return to your tax preparer nice and early, avoid all the surprises and the stress. But more importantly, have a business report, a profit and loss statement that you can run your business on, especially with the way everything is changing right now. This would be a great time to get that done. That's why we're offering the free trial and opening up the whole year. Because I'm confident if you go through and do this year, you'll stick with us. And our software is dirt cheap. It's $19 a month. But you can use it free. You can get this year completely caught up. That's something you should be doing right now. Don't put it off any further. Now, if you say, look, I don't care how easy your software is. I'm just not doing it myself. We have programs for you, too. We will do it for you. We'll provide you with envelopes that are prepaid and pre-addressed. You don't have to weigh them. You don't have to pay any postage. Stick your receipts and your settlements in there every month. Send it to us. We'll do it. We'll do the data entry for you. 
you still have access to go right online and see all your numbers or to call me here on the air and I'll go over them with you. But get it done. It, it, it's always been important. It is much, much more important right now with everything that's going on. One other thing are uh, our courses, our new live courses. I'm really excited about these. I, I started you know, helping other people become owner-operators and to become successful at owner-operators a long time ago. And I've, I've tried lots of different methods of teaching. So I used to do it just one-on-one with my clients. When they called on the phone about their taxes or accounting, we'd talk about their business. I learned a lot doing that, but it's just not a very efficient use of time because you keep repeating a lot of things over and over to one person at a time. So then I started writing articles that worked fairly well. And then I started doing seminars and I love doing live seminars, but you know, kind of when it's over, it's over. And those are difficult because people are all over the country. It's hard to get people together in one place. We have our CMC, which is really the ultimate, but that's once a year, it's five days it's a lot of work, and um, we love that format. We're going to continue doing that, but I, I've always been looking for a better way to deliver this kind of knowledge, and we looked at doing it online almost 10 years ago. In fact, we put a lot of work into it, and then at the end, we decided to put it on hold. The technology wasn't ready you know, getting connected on the road easily wasn't ready. Mobile wasn't, you know, a, an option at all. So it's something we've been looking at. Well, last early this year, um, we decided to kind of reinvent the online aspect of what we do, and we started creating courses. I've been working on this all year. We launched our first course in August. We've had over 600 people go, over 650 people go through that course. We've launched three more since. And now we've added a new layer to our online courses, which all the material will be online, video, audio, worksheets, downloads, everything you need. But we're also adding one more level, and that is I will teach some of these courses in a live format. So right now, we have one going on that's 16 weeks. It started last week, and I have over 100 people in this live class teaching them how to buy their first truck, how to become successful as an owner-operator. We have lots more of these coming. So head on over to the website, check them out. It's at letstruck.com. Lots of good stuff going on over there. I am, uh, I'm going to get to the calls and see what it is that you want to talk about today. We're going to start off in Ohio. Steve, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Uh, I, well, taxes. Fuel economy. I'm not even going to talk about fuel taxes. I want to talk about taxes, taxes, income taxes, and it's comprehensive tax reform. Why do we always have to be comprehensive? We've got to throw everything into this bushel basket to get the most important thing, what they should have done when they first came in, uh, was uh, change, uh, you know, bring all the billions of dollars of uh, foreign capital that their companies have got parked overseas because they don't want to be double taxed. 
that would be a huge, huge benefit to the to the economy. And but no, we we got to do everything now. I hear I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my HSA. I'm gonna lose medical deductions. I'm gonna lose uh, uh, the per diem. Uh, I, it, it, you know, and then oh, we got well, Paul Ryan who's wait, lecturing wait, us. The wait, last, wait, wait a last minute. Last time I uh, I heard somebody lecture me like that was my kindergarten teacher telling me that uh, or explaining why a nap was uh, necessary. So yeah, uh, uh, well, I'm yeah. I'm not a big fan of some of the stuff Paul Ryan does. Anyway, let me correct a couple things though. And and kind of explain. You know me. I would I would vote for the fair tax in a heartbeat. I think that's the answer yeah. to our tax problems is the fair tax. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Our tax code gets worse and worse every year. It has since 1986 when we got a comprehensive tax law change back there that actually helped the economy tremendously but since 86 they've been chipping away little changes here and there that people hardly notice and our tax code is a disaster more than it ever was the reason we have to do comprehensive is because chipping away at little pieces never works and we fight over it and and here's the thing i want to correct one thing yes you're going to lose your medical deduction i'm all for getting rid of that anyway nobody ever gets it it, 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 people don't understand when they, if somebody asks me, can I deduct my medical cost? The answer is maybe. It's not yes, it's maybe. They're, they're, the qualifications to get to the point where you are deducting your medical cost are crazy. I mean, it, most people will never spend enough on medical to ever get a deduction anyway. And the little bit that they do get to deduct, if they reach that threshold, is next to nothing. So all that does is complicate our tax code. Get rid of it. You're not losing your per diem deduction. Why do you think that? I've heard that. Are they just taking away the uh, uh, meal expense for business people, the entertainment expense? Is that all they're taking away? I have not heard that. That's why I'm calling you. I I I haven't heard that anywhere. I you've, you've... probably looked into it but yeah i've heard on several shows that they're taking our per diem away what, and i'm thinking oh my god what, what kind of shows uh, have you heard like like other talk shows where it's just people uh, talking or actual news reports uh no actually cpas have called in with some other shows that i've been I, listening to you know and let I, me let me put you on hold uh, i'll even go do some quick digging i read this stuff constantly and i've been all over this i have not seen that anywhere let me uh let me see if i can find something real quick we'll talk about that right after this stick around i'm kevin rothford including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, 
Thomas Rudd. And more. Live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. Coming to the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. Tom Gurdjian here, chairman of Hirschbach Motor Lines, with exciting news. In addition to a mileage pay increase, we improved our industry-leading fuel program. Lease operators pay only 69 cents per gallon guaranteed for a limited time if you sign on now. Hirschbach has over-the-road and dedicated fleet openings for operators and drivers. Call 888-261-1351 or log on to joinhml.com. That's Hirschbach Motor Lines, 888-261-1351. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. If you're not incorporated and you're a truck driver, a cafe owner, a construction contractor, a real estate agent, a consultant, or any small business owner, then you are at risk. If someone sues and you're not incorporated, you could lose everything. Your home, your car, even your personal life savings. That's why Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now. 1-800-700-8123. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. So if you're a personal trainer, a travel agent, or run a tech startup or any small business, call now for your free incorporation toolkit. They're giving them away for free at 1-800-700-8123. That's 1-800-700-8123. Landline Now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. Possibly the first news program ever dedicated to the truck driver. Landline Now with Mark Reddy. Exclusive. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to Ohio. Steve and I are talking taxes. Steve, I I looked, and and I didn't even really need to look because I've read this so many times. I've been on top of this. There has been zero talk, nothing proposed about taking away any kind of a business tax deduction. What's confusing people, though, is some of the things we write off as business Also, if you're an employee, you can write them off on Schedule A. 
So that would be the per diem. If you're an owner-operator, you write off per diem as a business expense on Schedule C. That's not changing. Nothing on the Schedule C is. But what happens sometimes... You're talking talking me back from the edge. Okay, good. I'm appreciating that. So here's what happens sometimes, and it confuses people. I've even said, for a company driver, you are going to lose that per diem deduction. They're taking away almost all of the Schedule A deductions so that people don't itemize anymore. But they're doubling the standard deduction. So before, we could say that, okay, the average company driver, if he was married, he either took a $12,000 standard deduction, or if he wanted to take his per diem, his per diem might be 15000 Well, under that system, you only got about a $3,000 advantage for your per diem, because everybody gets the $12,000. you are only getting 3000 more. Now what they're going to do, they're going to take away the per diem, give you a $24,000 standard deduction. So everybody gets it. You don't have to have mortgage. In- well, I think they're leaving the mortgage interest alone. They're going to change some numbers on it. But you won't get medical. You won't get the per diem. You won't get some of the you know state and local taxes. All those things people used to itemize on Schedule A. But here's the thing. I did some math on this. If you're a company driver and you get $24,000 standard deduction, every carrier out there should start paying per diem because that could be another $15,000 tax-free. Now you're looking at thirty-five dollars to $40,000 of tax-free income for a driver. When, when President Trump said this was written for the trucking industry, he wasn't kidding. I think that could be huge if it actually ends up the way they've proposed it. Um, I think we lost Steve. Um, so I don't want to get too deep into details yet, but I, I can make some projections based on what they're proposing. And I am not – get rid of the Schedule A and all the itemized deductions. Give us a big standard deduction. Be done with it. It simplifies the tax return. I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, H&R Block and Liberty and Jackson Hewitt aren't happy because a lot of people will have a very, very simple tax return then. Now, if you own a business, you're probably still going to want to use a tax preparer who understands all the business deductions. And that, in the first year or two, we'll actually get a little more complicated just because we're going to have to relearn and we're going to have to rethink certain strategies. Like if they truly lower the, the business, well, this one's confusing. We've never really had a business tax rate for small businesses. The reason I say that is if you're a sole proprietor, you pay at your personal income tax rate. If you're an S-Corp, you pay at your personal income tax rate. The only business tax rate we had was the C-Corp, which is the corporate rate, which they're talking about lowering lowering dramatically. That's how we'd bring a lot of that money back in that you talked about, which, which I agree with you would be an excellent thing. So I'm excited about that. But now they're talking about a true small business tax rate, something we've never had before. 
which now means your Schedule C or your LLC or your S-Corp is going to be taxed differently, and there may be some savings in there for higher profit businesses. So that's all going to come down to the numbers. But I'll keep an eye on this. Um, as things are proposed, I'll try to you know keep you informed on what it looks like. But you do have to be careful. It, it, our taxes are complicated. When you hear somebody, whether it's an accountant, a CBA, whatever, or just somebody calling a talk show saying, oh, they're getting rid of this. Well, yes, maybe. Like I say, per diem, if you're an owner-operator, you're still going to take it on your business. If you're a driver, no, it's going away. But that's not a bad thing. That could turn out to be a really good thing. This, though, really highlights the problems. Our tax code is so complicated, it's even hard to talk about without a lot of misunderstanding going on. Let's go to New York. Charlie, welcome to the program. How are you doing today, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I got a question about driveline. Okay, I've got a 14-liter 60-series Detroit. Transmission went out on me. 10-speed overdrive. 370 rears. Well, I'm thinking, actually, I want a 13-double over. Okay. But I don't know if it's going to be economically uh, kosher if I lose on the fuel mileage. I figure if I get the transmission then, the rears is in the truck's got almost $1.25 million on them. Okay. So they're going to need to be rerun. I'm thinking of going with either a 279 or 308 if I put a 13 double over in it. Uh, so let's start with if the rear ends are still fine. When you drop a 13 double over into this right now, you won't notice a bit of difference. 13th gear will be exactly the same as 10th gear is for you right now. No change. The only difference is you have a couple more gears you can split in between. But your final gear, 13th, you are going to be at the exact same RPM you were right now. So nothing changes. Okay. And because, uh, you, can, will, uh, because you can split uh, those couple of gears... You you can pick up a little bit of fuel economy, especially if you run heavy in the hills a lot. Having the ability to split those gears can save us a little bit of fuel economy. Not a lot, but a little bit. Now, if you wanted to switch gears, well, the two six, I wouldn't go to the three hundred eights. I would either do two sixty fours or two seventy nines. Okay. Uh, yeah, right now, because I leased back on with the company I was with before, so I'm running forty to 43,000, doing a lot of the northeast and a lot of the east coast. Oh, yeah. The, and that, what I was... The 13 speed's going to be much more drivable for you then. And it'll be easier on the whole drive line with being able to split them gears, won't it? Correct. Yep. Okay. Okay, well, just what is your opinion? I mean, I've been tossing it around. It's going to be another two or three weeks before I can even think about the transmission because I'm trying to recoup from the engine. Right now, I'm renting the truck from the company to keep running as an owner-operator, but I'm trying to recoup from the engine repair that I – unnecessary engine repair, I feel, that I had to have done because 
the block wasn't prepped right in the first place. Exactly. But that's a whole other situation. Yeah. Yeah, the, the good news here, you'll be able to drop that 13-speed in. Nothing changes at the top end. you got a couple more gears to split, which makes it more drivable, gives you better fuel economy. Uh, so I think you're on the right track with that. And then you could ultimately change gears if you want to run indirect. That could happen later. I'm looking at the clock. We're going to get to a break here. Um, If you weren't listening yesterday, we had pretty exciting news. We have launched our next app at Let's Truck. You know, we have our fuel gauges app. Um, We've launched our next app, which is a really easy way for you to listen to our shows online. So our live shows on the weekend, our recorded shows during the week, our podcast shows, Everything in one place on one free app, and the app is drop-dead simple. It only does one thing. Sometimes I get a little crazy about apps because there's so much junk in them, you can't find anything. We wanted this app to be simple. You download it. It's free. You open it up. All of our shows are there. You play them anytime you want. If you want to listen live, like if you were on the app right now, you would be hearing me live on the app. If you want to listen to any show We've loaded shows into the app going all the way back to 2010. All of the episodes that I host myself. So the Power Hour, Destination Health, the live show, Questions from the Audio Road, the new podcast that I'm doing with Larry Wing at once a month, all of those will be on the app. We are also looking at bringing in some of the shows on our network that are done by other hosts, like... uh, the uh, Rolling Toe with Mike and Kevin Beckett, um, and some of our other shows as well. We, we're, we haven't brought those into the app yet. We're working on that. We want to kind of do some tweaking and make it a little easier to organize because we have a lot of shows on there. So head on over to your app store. We have both Android and iOS. Search for Audio Road, no spaces, one word, Audio Road. We'll also get those links up on our website here real soon. Make it easy for you to find. But go get the app. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Trucking radios, trucking business, and beyond with Kevin Rutherford. You name it, we'll talk about it. Tires, taxes, technology, money, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight. The show is about the business of trucking. Keep the money you earn with trucking business and beyond. It's more than fuel. It's more than truck payments. It's more than maintenance. It's more than insurance. Weeknights at 12 a.m. Pick up the phone and ask the question on Road Dog Trucking Radio. On the road, safety's everything. That's why Help Inc., provider of PrePass, has invested $700 million into making our roads safer. With PrePass way stations, bypass, and e-tolling, you avoid congestion around way stations and reduce the need to merge in and out of traffic. And transponders are hands-free to help you stay focused. We offer one month of free service to try before you buy. 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG or visit prepass.com slash roaddog. 888-559-7277 or prepass.com slash roaddog. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. 
but not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-900-8313. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-900-8313. Again, that's 1-800-900-8313. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Jeff Eno from the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. National Weather Service has now extended that tornado watch. It does include central and western Ohio, and that does include Cincinnati. It includes uh, most of Indiana, and that does include Indianapolis. We are looking at uh, areas in southern Indiana, south of Bloomington, and then also including St. Louis and counties into eastern Missouri. Flash flood watch from Indiana up into western and northern New York. And, of course, winter weather advisories, winter storm warnings, parts of Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, northern california and into western colorado and southern wyoming and we take a look at those showers and storms really starting to ramp up a bit as you make your way into uh, areas along i-74 and i-70 into parts of indiana and also illinois and then up towards i-80 and i-90 as you make your way into parts of ohio and even into areas into southern michigan seeing some rough storms i'm jeff eno with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog sirius xm 146 and on the series Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phones. I'm off to Illinois. Sonny, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Hey, I'm looking at a truck. It's a, between a 13 and 14 on the year. It's uh, got a DD15 455 horse. Uh, it's supposed to have a DD12 12 speed, but they say it that it is a direct drive it's got 250 rear ends in it and wide base tires, all that good stuff and everything like you recommend. And it's got a, it's a six by two. It's got a tag axle on it. Okay. And I'm just trying to find out those are pretty decent specs on that. Those are really good fuel economy specs. There's no question. Um, the only thing that, that I, I wish we would start doing in this industry, and I don't know why we don't, uh, I don't know why we don't spec that transmission as a single overdrive so that 11th is direct with that same gear ratio. Leave the 250 in there. I think that's perfect. Then you run an 11th. You have a true overdrive gear for when you're really light or bobtailing or you need to go really fast. 
But what we do is we spec trucks to run in that final gear, and it, it kind of limits us. But that's common, so that's not a big deal. These are, these are absolutely fuel economy specs. Everything about this truck was specced for good fuel economy. Okay, now, this, now I don't know if I don't know if I said it or not. It's a DD twelve, the auto shift transmission it, twelve speed in there. That's a D twelve. So just so people okay, don't get D, yeah, D12. the DD is the engine Detroit diesel. This transmission is a D twelve, which can get confusing because Volvo makes an engine that's a D twelve. But this is okay. the this is a pretty high tech transmission. This is depending on some of the options. This will have the free coast option, so when you let off the throttle, the transmission actually disengages, and so we coast, which saves fuel economy. There are options to tie this into the uh, adaptive cruise control if that was on the truck, and and there in the adaptive cruise yeah, control, it's, it's, yeah, it does have the predictive cruise. Predictive on it. cruise, yeah, okay. So what yeah. that does is it. We've always said, look, cruise is just dumb. All the cruise knows is it has to maintain the speed, but it doesn't know how to maintain the speed properly on a hill, so it wastes fuel. Mm-hmm. Now, though, these transmissions are using GPS and algorithms so that they know the hill's coming, they actually anticipate the hill, and then use the, the, the gearing and everything involved to get good fuel economy actually climbing a hill. We haven't seen a ton of proof of this yet. They seem to be pretty good. I, I would love to take a week and go, you know, compare one of these with a scan gauge and play around with it. I just haven't had time to go do that yet. But, again, these these trucks are, they're using a lot of technology to get better fuel economy, and it's showing. I mean, we have some of these trucks getting eight and a half, nine miles to the gallon with no modifications. Yeah, they're uh, telling me on this here truck that uh, their drivers usually run between 63 and 65 is what they're usually running in the Midwest area with heavy loads, and uh, their trucks are getting around 9 miles a gallon out of them is what they're saying. I, I, That's one reason why I was looking at it because of these specs and then that 9 mile a gallon. It, and I wouldn't doubt that because we are seeing that. We are seeing, like I said, eight and a half, nine 9 miles of the gallon, no modifications because these are specced really well for fuel economy. So these, these trucks are pretty hard to beat. Okay. Now, with that transmission being a 12-speed, you say running in the 11th gear on that would be best? No. I, I'm saying I, I wish they would have – I wish we would start okay. specking trucks that way, but, but they don't. They spec them to run in their final gear – which is, is, is fine. You're going to get great fuel economy out of it. It just doesn't give you any option above that. You know, these were set up okay. to run 63 miles an hour. If you have to run 73 someday because you're kind of in a hurry, the fuel economy drops off pretty quickly. Where if we would have specced it with a single overdrive transmission, same gears instead of a 12-speed direct, then you could have run 63 in 11th and gotten excellent fuel economy, and you could have run 73 in 12th and still get decent fuel economy. We just don't seem okay. to think that way in this industry. All right, well, I do appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Missouri. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Good afternoon. Um, Lisa brought up uh, profit gauges for you. 
September is going to be the last month that I work for my old company, so the numbers are going to change drastically after that. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's going to be different. Um, and what I was talking with Lisa about was uh, basically taxes. Uh, we, Because of the screw-up on CLA last year, they, I believe they still owe us a free year of just, you know, doing our not doing our taxes, but basically just reporting them for us. Okay. And uh, the reason I was calling was, the reason I was calling was because I know that you're offering full service tax stuff. I don't believe I need the full service because we have, you know, my wife and her daughter, we do all the input at the house. Right. Right. Which and, is. Uh, we have, we, you know, we, we do all that stuff. Which is what we recommend. I mean, you could pay us to do it, but I'd rather you do it yourself because you learn more about it. And you've seen that, you know, with, with you all guys all doing it. You, you understand it better. You learn more. So we have, we have several different options. You can use our software, do your own, and we can still do the tax return for you. And, and obviously, there's all different pricing on that. Um, so, you know, if you feel like CLA has got a good handle on yours and you got a good tax return and they're going to do yours free then I guess I'd let them. If not, you can certainly talk yeah. to us, um, and, and we'd love to do it for you. Right. Okay, yeah, see, I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, don't need to badmouth anybody, but, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, I'll talk to Lori about it, and we'll figure that out. Um, I was just trying to figure out for, you know, for this year on how we're going to move forward with, you know, because we're, we're, we're out here running on, you know, uh, contracted loads and and some and doing a bunch of broker loads right now, and um, things are going a lot better with getting home more because now I'm not stuck on a dedicated route doing the same thing, no time off, and it's been it's been quite cool. You know, I the funny thing is yesterday on a Saturday, normal weeks on a Saturday I would drive eight to nine hundred miles to make it to a delivery by midnight. I had 900 miles to do in two days, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I couldn't even sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. You were on quite a schedule before. You know, when I looked up and saw your call on the board, and I thought, what's Adam doing in Missouri? I used to be able to, I, I just right. about knew where you were going to be when you called on the weekends. Oh, every, I, that was that was predictable for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad for it's years, for years and years. I, I'm glad it's going well. I'm looking forward to seeing your numbers. Um, you know what I'm looking at right now is awesome, but it has been for a while. So, sounds like it's going well. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Uh, I, I got one other question for you on. Um, so I got the the ninety. You know, I bought that new truck. Um, I got the ninety six sitting there. I got the mechanic coming over there tomorrow. We're going through it. There was an exhaust leak. Uh, there was an oil leak. Just you know, it's a it's a it's a twelve seven, so it's it's pretty easy to fix. Everything's getting taken care of and knocked out on it. Um, the uh, it's it's going well on that part. My question is on the profit gauges. Is anything going to change in in the data input if this whole um, deduction thing goes down with? What's being changed in the, in the taxes you right know, now is everything ba- staying the same. Based on what I'm seeing right now, if they pass this tax bill the way Trump proposed it, nothing will change in profit gauges because they're not really recommending any real business changes to the way we deduct things. There will be some changes in rates, 
and what we might, you know, somebody like you, once we saw the new tax rates and if they do the new business tax, we might come back to you and say, look, we should adjust your payroll and pay you this, you know, this much in payroll and this much in dividends. But that's about the only business change I see happening. Okay. All right. So nothing's, Nothing's going to change on that aspect, so you guys don't have to do nothing different. It doesn't look like it. No, profit gauges should stay just the way it is, and the way you enter the data shouldn't change either. Okay, and, uh, you know, I, I um, the other thing I was going to say, and this is just going to go same rhetoric, um, I, the funny, you know, you guys, everybody's just still talking about the ELDs, which is, is still funny to me because... I haven't done logbooks for years, and I'm actually doing them again, and it's kind of fun. So, not sure. Well, there you go. I, I'm not sure that logbooks were ever fun for me, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they were never fun for me. I just don't like paperwork, period, of any kind. I hated doing my logbook. I grew up with my dad. He only did his logbooks on Sundays before the week started. So when I started driving, I thought that was how you did it. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. XM. The highway is now CMA Awards Radio. With exclusive behind-the-scenes interviews and special events, including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rudd, and more. Live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. On the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-900-8313. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-900-8313. Again, that's 1-800-900-8313. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Ken Fisher, founder and executive chairman of Fisher Investments. We don't sell annuities. We'll never sell annuities. Most annuities have nosebleed level fees, don't do what the customer thinks they do, have tremendous tax problems, are hard to get out of once you're in them, and are extremely confusing. Don't let the sound of guaranteed income lead you to financial headache. Call now for your free report, Annuity Insights, and find out why legendary money manager Ken Fisher hates annuities. Call 
1-800-771-0606 and see what you might be getting into. Anything you want to do with annuities, there's a better way to do. If you have more than $500,000 to invest, talk to us. Get your free report, Annuity Insights, and find out the nine questions every annuity investor should ask. Call now, 1-800-771-0606. That's 1-800-771-0606. Hi, I'm Mike Campbell. I founded my fifth successful company, Patriot Software, because I know that small business owners never have enough time and money. Our cloud-based payroll starts at just $10 a month with free support. So keep your time and money. Go to PatriotSoftware.com and enter a promo code XM, and I'll give you two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. Freewheeling with Meredith Oaks and Chris T. We do good work here most days. Everything in moderation. What a concept. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East on Road to... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get back to the phones. We're going to head off to Texas. Justin, welcome to the program. Kevin, you're the only man I'd turn off such a good audio book for just to listen to. Thank you for that. You're welcome. What book are you listening to? Atlas Shrugged at the moment. Oh, oh boy. I'm not even sure if I would turn off Atlas Shrugged to listen to me. And it's it's really good there. I uh, know. They're just getting into the parts of uh, Francisco D'Anconia and his, uh, his grand master scheme. But I had to ask you a question, so I put it on pause. All right. Um, so I'm... I'm with a company right now, and they're getting ready to swap from paying us every two weeks to every one week, and I see different opinions about that online as far as how that actually affects taxes, if it does at all, and I knew you'd know, so I just figured Um, I'd ask you and cut through all the BS online. Owner-operator or driver? Oh, no, I'm a company driver. I'm curious when when people have an opinion or an answer about this. What what's their answer? What are they saying changes? Uh, see, that's what my belief was going to be that it shouldn't over the course it, of a year after a tax return's been filed really affect anything. But it, you're right. Other people are saying, well, if you're getting paid every two weeks, then you're getting killed on taxes. And what? I didn't understand that logic, but... <laughs> well, you're correct. Your instincts are correct. Okay. Here's the thing. I, just to use easy numbers, let's say that on every $1,000 you get paid, $250 gets deducted for taxes or gets held aside. And, and that's only an estimate. I mean, that's why we file a tax return at the end of the year. What comes out of your check doesn't have anything to do with anything. It, they're just holding money back. Now, the Social Security and Medicare is exact. I mean, that's easy because we know exactly what those numbers are going to be before the year's over. So when, when a, an sure. employer holds Social Security and Medicare back from your check, 
it's right to the penny. So we don't even have to think about that. But income tax, nobody knows how much income tax you're going to owe until the year is completely over with and we go file a tax return. So anything that gets held out of your check is just an estimate. But let's go back to my example. Let's say for every $1,000 you earn, your employer holds back $250. Well, so if you got paid every week, you would get paid $1,000 with 250 held out. If they wait two weeks to pay you, you'd get paid $2,000 with 500 held out. Nothing changes. I wouldn't have thought so. I uh, I wanted to be sure, though. I, I yeah, didn't know if you're... I really gave a damn that they were changing it from every two weeks to one week, but I, that sums it up that, it, uh, that I really don't. Yeah, your instincts were correct. It, it doesn't matter. You just get your money sooner. Well, fair enough. Thanks for the info, Kevin. You keep doing what you do. You're welcome. Go back and enjoy that book. Absolutely one of my favorites. In fact, it might be my favorite. Um My favorite on the novel side, anyway. Um, Used to be The Stand. That was one of my favorite books. But Atlas Shrugged is just an amazing book. Um, Very, very well written as a novel. Great storyline. And historically has a lot lot in common with what we're seeing going on in our government. And it was written by Ayn Rand back in the 50s. And she grew up in communist Russia. So it's a great story. Now, the audio book, if, if you want some entertainment, I believe the audio book is about 55 hours long. It's, uh, it's a really good book. And it's, uh, the audio is good as well. Check it out. If you haven't listened to that one, you really should. Let's go to Arizona. David, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. I have a 12.7 Detroit 500 horse. Originally, the truck had 355 rears, 24.5 tall rubber. Okay. Someone has put 370 rears in it, and I put 24.5 low pros on it because I haul step deck, so I need the height and all the height I can get. Okay. I have a pinion bearing going out. Should I keep? the 370s or go back to the 355s so um, what engine is this 12.7 detroit it is a 12.7 500 horse and you're hauling a step deck what's your average weight oh it it varies so much i mean i'll be maxed out one week and then the next week hauling air conditioners got it okay and how fast do you like to drive most of the time? 60, 62. 60 to 62. And where do you spend most of your time? What part of the country? East Coast. Okay. I would, I, I, if you ha- if you had to replace the gears, I would actually go all the way to a, a 279. And then you're going to, what? Oh, I, what transmission? 13-speed? 18. 18, okay. Yeah, so you're going to run in 16th, which is direct with the 279s, and that'll that'll be your best fuel economy. Direct is our most efficient gear, pulls better, gets better fuel economy. We'd like to stay in direct as often as possible. On those times when you're really light, 
you might go 17th and actually drop the RPMs way down and get better fuel economy. If you're in a hurry someday and you need to go 70 instead of 62, you can, you know, you've got a couple more gears up there. So that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with the driver that said, I wish the industry would start thinking of overdrive gears as overdrive gears. But we always spec trucks to run in the final gear, whether it's overdrive or not. And that's never made sense to me. I think you spec a truck to run in direct and then use your overdrive gears to give you more flexibility when you're lighter, when you want to go faster. So the 370s for the way you're driving in this engine, that's a good combination. But we could do even better by going to the 279s. What is the sweet spot on this engine? Um, you know, the, the RPM isn't nearly as important as we used to think it was. You can run that engine anywhere from about 1,300 all the way to about 1,550 and still get good fuel economy in that whole range. Okay. My scan gauge and my bash tack are a little off. Which one do you think of? Is scan gauge probably more correct? Um, the, the, you, there's no way to know. The, the problem with, with any device that measures fuel economy in... Are we talking about the fuel economy measurement? No, I'm talking oh, about the TAC. Oh, the TAC. Um, right. Ooh, that's, a, uh, that's a good question. I don't know which one would be. The, the scan gauge is always getting its um, information from the ECM. So if we're comparing the ECM to a physical mechanical gauge, I always trust the mechanical gauge more. The digital gauges okay. can be less accurate for a lot of reasons. Now, if a digital gauge is being fed by a mechanical device, that can be our most accurate. But when we take a physical device, run it through the ECM and apply calculations to it, then they can be off. So uh, hard to say on this, but uh, I always tend to go with the mechanical device if I'm looking for really accurate. The thing is on this, if we're 25 or even 50 RPM off, it's not going to matter much. Right. Okay. Well, I sure thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's see. We have just about uh, blown through this first hour, so I'm going to wrap this up. Take us into the break. When we come back right around the corner, we'll get to more of your calls and questions. Keep dialing 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're here live for two more hours. Check out the website. It's letstruck.com. If you haven't looked at our online university yet let's truck university check that out it's on the website at let's truck.com our app has been released i'm very excited about that for both android and ios for all the apple products and our new app does one thing and does one thing really well nice and simple download the app it's free anytime you want to listen to our show whether it's live right now or all of our recorded shows, or all of our podcasts. Now, I say all of our podcasts, I really mean all of the shows that I host. We do have some shows on our network with other hosts. They're not added to the app yet. We're working on that. But the Power Hour, Destination Health, um, the new podcast with Larry Wingett and myself, the live shows on the weekend, the questions from the road shows, 
all of those are on the app. We loaded shows all the way back from 2010. So lots to listen to on the app. And again, like I say, you can listen live or you can listen to any of the other shows anytime you want. Go check it out. It's free. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Well, it's also the way you move your country forward. Educate your kids. And business strategies for any owner-operator. Are we trying to accomplish getting a truck on the road at the cheapest price possible? No. That's short-term thinking, and it will kill you in the long run. For everything trucking, it's Road Dog Trucking Radio on Sirius XM. We know you. Hello, this is Tim Ashoff with Creek Curium Shaper Trucking. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. While September is Driver Appreciation Month, we appreciate what you do day in, day out across the country to keep America moving. And as part of our appreciation for the Creek Carrier and Schaefer trucking drivers out there, we've increased our cruise speed to 65. We know it helps you be more efficient and, and be more effective out there while out on the road. If you'd like to join our team, please go to creekcarrierjobs.com. Thank you again for everything you do day in and day out. Let's go live to Chuck and our news chopper. Thanks, Jeff. There's a big problem for truckers down there. Someone stumped a massive load of regulations and compliance costs in the road ahead. Wow. Yep, looks like we're dealing with the ELD compliance here. Ouch. I'd suggest Zed. Just $200 gets you everything you need to be ELD compliant with no monthly fees, no contracts, ever. Visit Zed-ELD.com. That's Zed-ELD.com. Enter promo code radio to save. Geico presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects. This is Belinda Collins, live on the scene of a recent kitchen fire. Here to describe the event, a refrigerator. I was just chilling, keeping some lettuce and dairy products cold, when the toaster starts shooting sparks. Next thing I know, he lit a cabinet on fire. Did you try and stop the flames? Uh, I'm a refrigerator, not a fireman. Your refrigerator can't help with a kitchen fire, but the Geico Insurance Agency can help you get covered for personal property damage. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchuk. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have periods of snow showers along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon and far northern California. Same type of thing along I-15 from Montana into parts of Idaho and Utah. I-55 and I-57, a straight shower thunderstorm cannot be ruled out in parts of Illinois. Same thing for I-69 and I-65 in Indiana. 
I-75. A scattered shower storm from far southeast Michigan to parts of Ohio and Kentucky. Same thing for I-77. Scattered showers and storms in Ohio pushing into parts of West Virginia. I-79. Scattered shower storm in Pennsylvania. I-81 and I-87. Some scattered shower storms in New York State. Also extending down I-81 in parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland, into Virginia. I-95. We have some scattered showers and storms. That threads out there from Maine all the way down through the Mid-Atlantic states. I-91, I-93. Scattered shower storm cannot be ruled out through New England. I'm Todd Bork with Cuts Weather Drivers twice down the road, dog. Series 7146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to the trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're heading into the second hour. Still plenty of time to get through. We're going to get back to some phone calls. Let's head off to Utah this time. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call again. You're welcome. Um, I'm going through everything, trying to spec out a step deck. And I don't need like 24 or 22.5 tires. There's a lot out there with 17.5 and 19.5. I definitely don't want the 17.5, but what's your opinion on a 19.5? Are they, they, uh, I know they spin faster, so I assume they wear out quicker. And I don't know about the fuel mileage. Yeah, you know, there, there's always that balance between, you know, fuel economy and tire life. And when we have cheap fuel, you know, under $3 a gallon, which is still where we're at, that balance gets a little closer. When we have $4 fuel and above, forget tire life because fuel economy trumps everything then. So this this is kind of a changing calculation. Um, you you have to run at 19. You can't run anything bigger than a 19.5 on this, right? No, there's a lot out there with 22.5s. Okay. Um, I, I did some research on this a couple years ago. I, I was looking, I happened to be going down the highway and I saw a trailer go by me the other way. And it, it was a step deck with wide singles. And I thought, I didn't think there was a wide single on the market that would fit these trailers. So I actually, I, had, I happened to catch the name of the company and I called them and I said, where did you get that tire? And they told me the tire and I said, I didn't think that fit that trailer, and they said it didn't. We had the trailers modified. So I still don't believe there's a wide single that fits any of these. But the 19.5 technically should have lower rolling resistance. I say technically because we don't always get a lot of these tires tested. So we don't know for sure. But if we look at the things that affect rolling resistance, the smaller the tire the lower the shoulder, those things all, you know, should equal less rolling resistance, but it's going to spin a lot more times. It's going to wear out faster. Um, I think that in this case, I would choose tires based more on what fits the operation, you know, what what logistically makes more sense for, for the trailer you're looking at. Um, because on the 19.5s, we just don't always have a lot of numbers. The way Michelin's about the only company that's doing any rolling resistance testing. Yokohama finally got involved, but they're pretty far behind. And there's so many new tires, so many different models, so many different sizes that Michelin just can't test them all. 
So if a new tire model comes out, they will pick the most popular size for that tire and test that one. And then we have to guess on all the other sizes in that model. So it, it's really hard to get accurate numbers on, um, you know, the more unusual sizes. So it's really hard to pick it just by rolling resistance alone. But I, there's not, there aren't any problems with 19.5s. It, it does limit the, the options on tires somewhat, but there are a couple really good tires out there. So if you find a trailer and it fits your operation and you really like it and it has 19.5s, I wouldn't let that scare you away. Do you know if Michelin makes that XTA? They or, or I, the, uh, energy, I think XTA I, energy, whatever it was. I don't believe they make that one in a nineteen five, but I, I I would go look it up if I were you because I have a hard time keeping up with all the tires. Right. Okay, that's what y'all had, and also like that caught, driver called earlier. Listen to Atlas Shrugged. I've listened to that book twice and. I recommend it. That's a good one. Twice. Wow. I've actually been through it twice, and I don't do that very often with books, but I read it the first time a long time ago, and then uh, Lisa and I actually listened to the audio together. Uh, That's how I know the audio is good on that one, too. But uh, it's a long book, but that really is a good one. Let's, uh, Let's go to Georgia. Matt, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. Hey, you just uh, sent me a text, and thank you for correcting me. (laughs) It's not a D12. That is the Volvo engine. It's a DT12, which stands for Detroit Transmission, like DD stands for Detroit Diesel. Thank you. Yeah, alphabet soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I have no idea what the D in the Volvo stands for. I'm not sure either. D16. It's a dumb engine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I the D12, I don't think I'd say that about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I'm calling um, the caller, a few callers back about the audiobooks. Yeah. I've been that way for years that, you know, this is about the only show I shut off audiobooks for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't remember how long ago last time I talked to you about this, but I just looked and on my iTunes on my computer, it would if you push play at the beginning, it would take you 135 days to get to the end of my audiobooks. Wow. You've got a lot of audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> you have more than I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably listen to over 50% of them more than once. Wow. I think I've done Atlas Shrugged three times. That's... I just did uh, the Fountainhead again here this summer. So, I've I've um, read most of I- Ayn Rand's books. She has some obscure titles that I haven't got around to yet, but uh, I, I just love her style of writing, and, and I love her political viewpoint as well, so that helps. But uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of audio books. Hey, speaking of talk radio, yep. though, so... I was a talk radio junkie for years and years and years when we had AM and you had to search around to find your show and you'd lose it all the time. And, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even 15, um, Sirius and XM both came around and I was so excited. I thought talk radio was going to get so much better 
because you have all these channels, you have all this time, they should be able to develop all kinds of talent. I get on Sirius and XM anymore. I'm having a hard time finding good talk show hosts. Uh, I guess I haven't looked for any. I've I've tuned so far out on anything news-wise and talk radio because I'm just so sick of all of it. Well, that's kind of what I mean. I mean, uh-huh. I used to listen to Neil Bortz. I used to listen to Bruce Williams. There was a guy out of Cincinnati that I can't remember his name. I only listened to him for a couple months, and then he disappeared. Um, I, I just, I, I'm, I thought by now we would have just all these killer talk radio shows that I'd love to listen to. Or Clark Howard might still be around, but I can't find him anywhere. Um, I just, no. I, I was shocked when I, I went to listen to talk radio, and I, I'm looking. I can't find anything I like. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was one other book I re-listened to uh, well, probably back in the spring because um, right after Trump went into office, you know, I didn't vote for him. And uh, John Stossel, uh, the name of the book is Give Me a Break. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> There's a few good uh, few good rips on Trump in there from back in the 90s. Yes. So I, for anybody th- that dislikes Trump, you get a laugh a, a couple phrases in that book you know i i am um, i i wish john stossel would do a talk radio show he does have stossel the tv show um and i do record no. that and watch that one once in a while because i love stossel stuff and i've read a couple of his books they're excellent yep um so i was gonna ask you you ever read anything by um dan brown oh absolutely the novels yeah yeah. Michael is yeah, a huge Dan Brown. Series, yeah. Oh, are you? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I listened to. I didn't realize there was a series, but um, I started on the Lost Symbol. Right. It was actually book three, and yeah, I was blown away by that. And so I'm going to start that whole series now, and that I just love that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, for people that don't know, it's a lot of. Um, Kind of like ancient traditions. The lost symbol has a lot to do with uh, the Masons, and it's all in Washington, based in Washington D.C. And it's all true locations and stuff. It's not right. Right. The, the storyline is fiction, but you know it's based he, on real places. It's almost what I refer to as historical fiction. So they they use. Yep. Real places, real events, sometimes real people from history, but they weave it all into a novel. And, you know, I was saying my son Michael's a big Dan Brown fan, so every time he reads another book, he sends it over. Have you read this one yet? They're they're like really, really well-written, long conspiracy theory kind of things. Like, you know, this... this, conspiracy has gone on over generations or centuries but it's it, it's really historically correct and just really good writing so yeah uh dan brown's one of my favorite authors good stuff we could talk about books all day today if we want i was kind of looking for a day off anyway so but we'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about we'll do that right after this stick around i'm kevin rutherford 
Listening to NFL Radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday Drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Some truck drivers prefer shorter routes. Some drivers prefer to go the distance. But more drivers prefer prepass. It's the hands-free, distraction-free solution to waystation and tolling bypass that keeps qualified trucks on the move. In fact, prepass drivers are pulled in for inspection less than with any other service. Don't just take our word for it. Try prepass today and enjoy your first month of service free. Call 888-559-PASS and mention promo code ROADDOG. That's 888-559-PASS or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG. Stay safe out there. Road Dog Trucking Radio. 18 wheels. That's how we roll. Serious sick. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Let's get right back to some phone calls. We're off to Indiana. Kyle, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Uh, how are you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Uh, well, I got a 
a lot kind of like this dilemma here. Um, I'm looking at a 2010 uh, Freightliner uh, Columbia. It's got a uh, 358 rears, 10-speed transmission, um, which a lot of people that I've been talking to are okay with the engine, are uh, okay with all that. But the one thing that's throwing everybody off is the Mercedes engine. Um, what's your opinion on the Mercedes? Well, I owned one, and I've owned lots of engines over the years, and I have said many, many times that was the worst engine I ever owned. Okay. Yeah, now here, but right he, now but here's the other thing. Like, what's the price tag on this thing? Fourteen five. At least it's cheap. Um, there's nothing. Everybody else might have been okay, but there's nothing about this truck that excites me. Nothing whatsoever. Okay. The let's think about it. The Columbia is gone. That that doesn't even exist anymore. Um, the engine is gone doesn't even exist anymore the specs aren't all that great the 2010 model you know the 07 08 through about 12 are the the engines i really want to avoid anyway there there is nothing about that this truck that would excite me if somebody gave me this truck i would sell it and buy something else okay so stay away from this truck. <laughs> there, there is nothing about this truck that would make me want to get out of my chair and go look at it, much less buy it. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've been looking at it for about a week. Um, I still, yet I got to get out there in order to visually inspect it. I wouldn't um, bother. I just called. Yeah. I, I, this, this is and, not a uh, truck I would ever want to own. reading... Yeah, I started uh, listening to, like, Larry Winnick's books. I actually started a couple of days ago, and uh, the first one I did was, it's called Work for a Reason, and then the second one was uh, uh, your, some about you're holding yourself back. Um, and so that was, uh, I forgot. You're broke because you want to be. Your, your, no, no. No? Uh, Holding yourself uh, your your uh, success is your own damn fault. Well, whatever it is, he's got good books. It, it's called Work for a Reason is yeah, one of my favorites of his. Oh, I listened to it uh, twice yesterday, actually consecutive back-to-back. And the stuff that I heard, I, I, I didn't hear the first time, so I had to go through the second time. But the second book was You're Holding Yourself Back. And I was looking at this, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe I am holding myself back. So I got three favorite bald guys in my life. You're on trucking. I got Dave Ramsey on money, and then I got my father on everything else that you guys don't cover. Well, I, uh, I, that's certainly a, uh, quite a crowd for me to be uh, included in, so I, I thank you for that. Um, Larry, I'm not sure what book you're talking about with Larry, though. I'm going to have to go look. Um. Yeah, I I don't know what what uh, which title that is, but it doesn't matter because whatever it is, his books have good stuff. If you haven't heard, Larry and I are now doing a monthly podcast together. Um, we did our first one a couple weeks ago. We've got uh, the rest of ours scheduled for this year. 
and we don't even have really a theme yet. I, I, we're just going to pick a couple topics each month and uh, just get on the air and talk about it and then take questions and feedback from you. So I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that Larry and I are going to be doing something together every month. If you haven't read Larry's books, go read them. I think all of them are available on audio. It's called Work for a Reason is one of my favorites. Um, Shut Up, Stop Whining, and Get a Life was his first bestseller. That was a good one. People Are Idiots, and I Can Prove It. I think he has either six or seven bestsellers now. Let's go to Idaho. Douglas, welcome to the program. Hello, Mr. Rutherford. You just had a gentleman phone in in regards to 19.5s on a step deck? Yeah. Okay, well, we, we have uh, half a dozen car haulers, and we run 19.5s and 22.5s. So I just thought I'd throw it out there for that gentleman that our tire life is about the same on the 19.5s. Uh, the XTA has been replaced by the X-Line Energy T or the X-Multi Energy T, uh, and Conti have... Uh, uh, a tire that fits as well, and we're having no problem getting them, and they're working well for us. You know, well, and I appreciate the feedback because I always love hearing from people that are doing it currently. And if I remember right, the Continental actually has a lower rolling resistance. As much as I like Michelin tires in the 19.5, if you're looking for the lowest rolling resistance, I think it's the Continental. I forget the exact numbers. I think they were close. Could be, uh, yeah. And I had a, I had a question, if I may. Sure. Uh, eight or ten, eight or ten years ago, I, I noticed a big change in the coffee that you'd buy at truck stops and gas stations. It became bitter, murky. Uh, had a brown foam coming out of the dispenser, and it started to upset my tummy. I had a, coffee rep say, the Vietnamese got into the market started growing an inferior quality bean and the Colombians had to do the same in order to compete. When you talk about bulletproof coffee, uh, do you have a recommendation on getting the actual coffee itself to get the higher quality bean and the better quality coffee? You know, there's there's a lot to to know about this. Coffee can get pretty darn complicated. Um, I do tend to stay away from the truck stop convenience store coffees, they tend to be really acidic. And I think that's probably what's upsetting your stomach. The, the poor quality beans, the way they're roasting them, the way they're storing them, they're, they're going for mass quantity at a low price. And, and it does show in the quality. So, but on the other end, you could go to these crazy expensive beans and not not be worth it either. So I tend to stay somewhere towards the upper middle of bean quality and price. Bulletproof, and the founder of Bulletproof, Dave Asprey, he he has proven that almost all coffee on the market, no matter how high quality, no matter how, how expensive, whether it's organic, it's all uh, contaminated with what's called mold toxins, mycotoxins. And those mycotoxins can cause some upset in the stomach, but even more, they can cause some fuzzy thinking and some other issues. And 
so he actually went down, contracted with a farm, changed the way they grow, harvest, process, store, ship, everything, and he guarantees our, his beans are mold toxin free. They're also really expensive, so, but I tried them. I've tried them two different times for a full month. I can't tell a bit of difference. I've talked to other people that swear when they drink his coffee, they think clearer, they feel better. The only thing I've been able to come with, come up with, because I don't think these people are lying to me, but I, I certainly can't tell any difference. I think there are some people that are probably very sensitive to that mold toxin. And I know Dave Asprey is one of them. He's had other mold issues as well. And I just don't think that I'm very sensitive to it. So for me, I just buy a good quality organic coffee. Um, I have recommended some people try Bulletproof, and they love it. I just don't see any difference. But I, but I, would, I would avoid the truck stop fast food kind of coffee and, you know, brew your own in your truck. Well, maybe that's what I'll have to do. And I sure thank you for, uh, you know, telling, telling me what you know on the topic. I appreciate what you do for us. I've got other questions, but I can't monopolize. I can't be a. That's right. That's right. There you go. I'll have, to, I'll have to let someone else have a crack at it. All right. Well, thank you for the feedback on the 19.5s. Again, you know what? I, I love when I get feedback from people that are doing it. I've done the research. Maybe I tested them years ago. Things change. Anytime I can get feedback like that, that that's valuable stuff. So thank you for that. Uh, the the coffee, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. Again, I think if you stick with a, uh, a good quality organic, you're better off. There, uh, coffee is heavily, heavily sprayed with pesticides. It is one of the more heavily sprayed crops. So if you go with organic, you get away from that. And... If you feel like coffee makes you really jittery or upsets your stomach, first off, try making it bulletproof with the butter and the brain octane. But if you still notice that, you might want to try Bulletproof's brand of coffee. I do notice there are a couple new companies coming out claiming mold-free coffee. Could become a thing. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. in the country is on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Did you hear about it? Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East. It's Coast to Coast AM with George Nori telling it like it is. Widely unreported by the mainstream media over the weekend. Coast to Coast AM with George Nori. Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. Hi, I'm Dan Workman from Landstar Heavy Specialized. Landstar is the nation's premier platform carrier, and we're looking for quality owner-operators who are interested in flat, step, and heavy specialized freight. You'll have a lot of advantages at Landstar, like unmatched access to freight and big savings on straps, binders, chains, fuel, tires, and more. Find out why more owner-operators choose Landstar. 
Call us at 800-435-4010 or visit us at leashtolandstar.com. Comchex and Express Codes keep me rolling. However, codes aren't always convenient. From finding a place to cash them, to balances left over, or losing the code. That's why I downloaded the Comcheck mobile app from Comdata. Now I just plug my codes in and the funds go on to my Comdata debit card account. It's an improvement on the classic system. And my Comdata card works at stores and ATMs. Download the Comcheck mobile app today. Visit comdata.com slash no more codes for more information. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I think what's most important to my viewers is ensuring that America remains a country with its own voice, its own traditions, its own history. I've learned a lot from the Fox audience over the years. They can cut through the clutter. They can spot a phony a mile away. Most people, when you push past all the left-right nonsense, will come at issues from a pragmatic stance. And that's what I'm going to do. Watch Laura Ingram on The Ingram Angle, weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fox News Channel. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Shower storms extend from the Great Lakes to the Ohio Valley over in the Mid-Atlantic states and New England, so watch out. East-West interstates looking at showers and storms from Massachusetts to New York State all the way down through Pennsylvania and Ohio. Same type of thing for I-80. Does extend from New Jersey through Pennsylvania and Ohio. I-84, those shower storms are out there. Same type of thing for I-86 and I-88 through the New England states. I-78 and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania. We have the scattered showers and storm threat there. I-70 from Maryland to Pennsylvania and Ohio. Scattered showers and storms. Farther down to the south, I-64. Straight shower storm cannot be ruled out in parts of Virginia and West Virginia. A little more widespread to work your way into parts of Kentucky. Farther out west, I-90. Some snow showers from western Montana into Idaho and Washington State. Same thing for I-84 from Utah into Idaho as well as Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down Road Dog Series Fem 146 down the city. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get back to the phones. We're off to Pennsylvania. Bruce, welcome to the program. Thank you, sir, for taking my call. Um, I have, as, as you and I have spoken before, I'm in the process of trying to get to a point where I can buy my own truck. Now, I keep hearing people complain that their truck doesn't get very good fuel mileage. I have been talking to owner-operators at various truck stops and travel plazas along the way, asking questions such as, how does one figure out what it costs to run a truck? How does one figure uh, what to charge for freight when they, you know, before they take a load? Oh. Things like that. And I also asked, 
how do you gauge your fuel economy? And you'd be surprised how many of them say, well, I don't know how to figure all that out. Now, if they're an owner-operator and they're in the business to make money, how is it they don't know how to figure out how much it costs to run their truck? Well, first off, you said I would be surprised. No, I wouldn't. I've been fighting this for a couple of decades now. The, the number I could put on this, it, and it still shocks me after a couple decades, I'm not sure why, but I still have a hard time getting my head around this. Less, less than 10% of single truck owner operators in the market have a monthly accounting system where they can see their numbers. Wow. Okay, now, back to fuel mileage. I drive a company truck, as we've already discussed. Empty, I get roughly about eight miles to the gallon. It's an older truck. It's 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 got issues, um, but right now I've got about forty thousand pounds in a, a refrigerated wagon, and I'm getting six point seven, six point eight through Pennsylvania going uphill. It's not hard to figure out your fuel mileage. I'm a company driver, and I know how to figure out my fuel mileage. Uh, you know. It's, Number of miles driven, divide that by number of gallons put in the truck. Simple. That That's you pretty know, much it. Burned. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty anyway. much it. Yeah. Okay, now, last night I stopped at, a, at a, a very popular travel plaza. I won't mention their name, but their initials are TA. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I spoke. I'm sitting in the restaurant. Now, I shut my truck off. I see no reason to idle my truck. If I'm not in it, there's no point in my idling it. If I'm, you know, and I have an animal on board, believe it or not, and I still don't idle my truck. I have windows that I can open to keep my animal cooled off if it get, it, you know, at night because it's plenty cool enough in the evening that I can do that. Um, I watch an owner operator get out of his truck, leave his truck running, goes in. He goes, he gets his shower, comes back to the restaurant, and he sits in the restaurant for a good two, three, four hours while his truck is sitting in the parking lot idling, and he's not the only one. The parking lot's full of trucks sitting there running with nobody in them, or they're in the bunk sleeping, and it's not that time of year where you have to run your truck to stay comfortable. And yet all these people are complaining they're not getting decent fuel economy. If these Nancys would shut their truck off, their fuel economy would boost. The fuel prices would come down because there'd be such a surplus of fuel that nobody would know what to do with it. How hard is that to figure out? Well, it, it, it's not. Uh, you know, I've been trying to teach fuel economy for a long, long time, and idling is one part, speed is another, good truck maintenance is another, modifications, good specs. I could go on and on and on, and it's our number one cost as an owner-operator, so if you're going to focus on anything, it should be fuel economy. But I learned a long, long time ago, I don't give advice to anybody that didn't ask for it. Because they're, they're not going to listen. A, a lot of times, we even have a name for them. There are people who will ask for advice and then not take it. We call them assholes because they'll keep asking. <laughs> but they won't take the advice anyway. But if they don't ask, I, I gave up a long time ago. 
Um, I, I, I'm, you know what happens in this industry? It's very, very common. People become owner-operators not because they really wanted to own a business, but they become owner-operators because they wanted to own a truck. And there's a huge difference between owning a truck and owning a business. And many of them are happy to just own the truck. If they own the truck and they can pay the bills, they're happy. But they're missing out on huge opportunities to make a whole lot more money if they actually ran it like a business, not just owning a truck. Well, see, that's well, that's my ultimate goal. I don't want to just own a truck. I want to own my own business. I want to be a businessman. I want to make as much money as I can possibly make in the relatively short amount of time I've got left on this rock that we call a planet. Um, I just don't... Uh, there's a word I'm looking for, and I, I, can't, I can't get... It's on the tip of my tongue, and I just can't think of it, but you probably know the word I'm looking for. But, I mean... It just doesn't make any sense to me. I just can't wrap my head around the fact that people complain that they're not getting good fuel mileage. They don't want to shut their truck off. And when you ask one, which I did, I says, well, why don't you shut your truck off? You get better fuel mileage. And the guy says to me, that makes no difference. I'm going to get the same amount of fuel mileage whether I run the truck or not. Well, how, that, is, how stupid is that? Well, that, that tells you why I don't bother spending time with people like that. because there are lots of them out there. So you've learned that asking questions out on the road, it's usually a really bad idea. Again, if 90% of the owner-operators don't even have their own accounting system, that means you would have to ask 10 of them for advice before you would have one that even had numbers. So... It's just not a good place for information. That's why I do what I can to try to put out better information and write books and create courses so that there is some semblance of good information out there. I'm going to, what am I going to do? I'm going to get to another call here. Let's head off to Minnesota. David, welcome to the program. Hello. I wanted to ask a question about pay. I was working for an owner, uh, excuse me, I was working for an entertainment company, and uh, I was on $900 a week salary. On Monday, they would give me $350. They said that was my per diem. On Tuesday, I'd get anywhere from $300 to $1,200 a week untaxed. They said that was motel buyouts and uh, overdrives, which... I figure it's income. But anyhow, the short story, long story. Well, that, before we go to the to, before we go to the story, you need to clarify something for me. I understand them giving yeah. you the per diem. We got to run some numbers to see if that was correct or not. The motel buyouts absolutely not correct. That cannot be untaxed income. We'll have to come back to that one. What the hell is an overdrive? An overdrive is anything over 450 miles or over 650 miles. You got an extra 200 bucks for the 450, and then whenever you did uh, uh, 650, you get an extra $400. And they weren't taxing. So they weren't. First off, let's clarify something. 
they were not paying you as an employee at all, right? There was no W-2. There was no withholding on any of this well, money, correct? Or was there? There was holding on, like, the 900 Uh the nine hundred a week salary, they give me three fifty a week, as they would call it, the per diem, and then they would tax me on the other. Was that five fifty? Five five fifty, right? Me on that. Okay, so that is taxed. Right. So okay. I was getting taxed, right? So three fifty. Uh, hold on, it's th- the three fifty was a week. This nine hundred overall. Yeah, this was gave, every week. Okay, so three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Sixty-three times four to forty-three. You know that's not far off. They're they're probably okay on the per diem amount. And if the five fifty right. was taxed, then that's okay. Then you threw out right. those other two there. One. How much were they giving you for what they called hotel buyout? Well, that would depend on the the show that you was on. Some of them shows would pay seventy-five dollars a day. Some of them would pay. $50 a day, but you was out seven days and you slept in the truck so you didn't get any motel receipts. Yeah, and that's the problem. Hold hold that thought. We'll come right back and we'll try to untangle this mess. I have a feeling it's going to be a mess, though. We'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. XM's Entertainment Weekly Radio presents a special town hall with the cast of the hit series. Oh, you okay? Stranger Things. The only thing we know is that we don't know nothing. We're just excited to see what happens with our characters. It pulled you in. It's just knee-deep in nostalgia. You should go now. It's almost here. Join the kids from Season 2 of Stranger Things throughout the weekend on Sirius XM's Entertainment Weekly Radio, Channel 105. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Howdy, folks. My name's Jeff. I want to ask you something. Do you own a cat? If you do, please listen up. We have a brand new organic cat litter called Cat Spot Litter. You see, I'm just an old country boy that stumbled into making an unbelievable new cat litter. It's made from real coconut. It has no chemicals and no dust. It 100% zaps cat urine smell. All you do is scoop the poop daily and stir in the urine. And let me tell you, since it's made from real coconut, Cat Spot's 100% biodegradable. When you're done with it, just put it in your yard, put it in your flower bed, or use it in your compost pile if you want to, because it doubles as a soil amendment. We call it Second Life Litter. Please stop filling up all those landfills with that toxic clay litter. Go to our website, catspotlitter.com, and check it out for yourself. We're going to ship it straight to your front door with a money-back guarantee. Hey, I appreciate it. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. 
Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. Nothing frustrates professional truck drivers more than being paid for fewer miles than they actually drive. At Rail Transport, our drivers are paid on practical route miles. That means an average of 8% more paid miles. And at Rail, our drivers can give themselves quarterly raises with our Your Choice Pay Plan. If you'd like to earn $70,000 or more per year, visit rail.jobs today. That's R-O-E-H-L dot jobs. Or call 888-356-1142. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. On the Dave Nemo Show, we'll wake you up and catch you up with what's going on. Exclusively on... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get uh, right back to the phone calls. I was talking with David in Minnesota. Um, so, David, here's the problem, and a lot of people get confused about this. We do have a meal per diem. There is also a hotel per diem. The problem is right. if you are subject to hours of service rules, you are not allowed to use the hotel per diem. And I think that's, that's probably I I, yeah, I think that's probably where they got screwed up here. They thought that they'd be able to give you more money tax-free, and they can't. Well, here's what I ended up doing. Cause actually, I got disciplined for talking to you about this last year. You told me to uh, keep track of my motels. And, you know, what I didn't use would be counted as income. Right. And my overdrives would be counted as income. And the overdrives so are income. True. So let, let's just... Oh, I realize that. Yeah, that's clearly I income. Never, I realize that. Okay. But here's, here's the big thing. I don't, work, I don't work here anymore. But the big thing is, is I'm, I'm afraid with my taxes because what I ended up doing is under my tax man's advice, was to just call it reinversed, uh, reimbursement, calculated reimbursement. So I just filed a 1040 on my regular papered income. Okay. Because I'm afraid of the government looking at me over to all this mess. Well, I, I so can... I, I didn't take any deductions. I didn't even take the deduction on my mortgage. You know what I mean? Yeah, th- this is um, th- this is unfortunate because th- this is just a mess, and it's the company's fault. They shouldn't pay this way. 
I, I'm, I'm not sure how your tax preparer was trying to claim this as a reimbursement. You could do that well, we, if we you put it all. We put it all together. I'm sorry, uh, didn't interrupt. No, that's okay. Well, we put it all. Put all the num- We put all the numbers together, and they come down to. I was only going to be a couple thousand dollars ahead. Okay. If I went through all the reimbursement, you know, if I went through. Keep, I, I did keep track of all the numbers. Okay, good. And, uh, good. You know, and I, I, I put it all, We, him and I put it all together with per diem and okay. what few motels I had. And, right. But with, whenever I had ended up paying uh, the extra taxes on the money that was left over, I was better off just to go claim twenty, twenty-one or $22,000 and... You know, you know, plus my wife's income and not taking any deductions. Um, I but, would have uh, done it. I would have done it a little different. I, it's not a big deal. And here's the good news: the odds of you ever being audited on this are slim to none. That there's nothing. Yeah, but, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I I got in trouble with the IRS as an owner operator, and I retired. Well, I won't say I retired, but. I stopped being an owner-operator six years ago because I it was time to replace or repair or whatever, and I was tired of the hassle. I'm 60 years old. So I quit at 55. Okay. And I started working for people. <laughs> and, man, working for somebody is a hell of a lot different. Excuse my language. Yeah, oh, no, you're a hell fine. Of a lot different than, yeah, it's a hell of a lot different than being on your own. Yes, it is. And... Uh, you know, three years into it, it's like, wow. But I changed companies. I'm still with an entertainment company. And what my entertainment company does that I work for now is uh, I get $840, and then they give me a flat $250 for, uh, I'm sorry, $230. They call that the buyouts, whatever it means. Okay. And if I if, if I have overdrives, it's added on. But then what they do is they add all three numbers together, take thirty five percent, set it aside, tax me on what's left, and then put the thirty five percent back. But the problem is, it's eighteen hundred dollars a month less on net take home. Boy, what is what is it with these entertainment companies that they have such screwy ways of paying people? This sounds like a nightmare. I don't know. It is a nightmare. But at least I'm thinking the 35%, which they do not put on the, is it the 1099? The or W-2 if you're an employee. Yeah, the, the W-2. They don't, uh, they don't record that. So they're five percent as income. Yeah. So you're that's going to be wrong again. the the only The only thing they can pay you that's non taxable. The only thing is per diem. There's nothing else that they I, can call non taxable. And per diem. Well, that's it, what they say at thirty five percent is. Well, they can say that they can say that all they want, but they can't exceed the amount of per diem that you qualify to receive. 
And that's an easy number to figure out. It's $63 a day for every day you're away from home. So if you qualify for $1,000 in per diem, but they pay you 1500 the other 500 is taxable income. Oh, man, you got me done confused again, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so let me let me tr- let me try w- to well go ahead it, it, it we might have to work on real numbers here because uh, because the 35 percent might work but it's a stupid way to do this because it might not work the the real way to do per diem is to do it after the fact so you it, let's say you get paid every week you drive the whole week, and if they want to pay you the maximum per diem, they should ask you how many days, or they should know because they dispatched you, how many days were you away from home, multiply it by $63. That's how much per diem they can pay you. If they pay you more than that, well, then it's taxable. All right, here's what here's the deal that I have now, which, like I said, is $1,800 a month less. I get... I think it's $120 a day, which is 840 Then I get a flat 230 which they call the uh, motel buyouts. That's their nickname for it. Okay. And after after I make 450 miles, they pay me an extra $200. But they take all that money and add it together, subtract 35%, tax it, and then put that uh, 35% back. Which is screwy, but I can't tell you on any given week whether it's correct because I would have to see real numbers. 35% is meaningless, and I don't know how many nights you're away from home. They're using some... Seven. They're using some random... Okay. Well, then, I mean... I'm out 10 months a year, then I go home. Okay, so then, so then we can do that pretty quickly. You qualify for $441 a week of non-taxable per diem. If they ever pay you more than $441 in non-taxable, I don't care what they call it. They can call it motel buyouts. They can call it overdrive. They can call it gummy bears. I don't care. If they pay you more than four forty one a week, non-taxable, then the the amount above that becomes taxable to you. Well, what I've seen in the four, five, five months I've been here, uh, it comes out to four thousand and twelve dollars a month going home, which. It's a hell of a big cut from well. 15, how how much fifty nine hundred? How much of that four thousand and twelve was not taxed? Well, at that time, four thousand and twelve dollars is my net. But that still doesn't tell me how much from, of it was taxed. Uh, I can't tell you that. Tell you the truth. Well, thirty five percent from. We'd have to add uh, four. Yeah. See, I don't know if I can. Let me let me think of. Okay. Let me think of the number. Okay. Eight forty plus two thirty. That's a thousand and sixty. Thirty-five percent away. 
It's a thousand forty or something. Thousand sixty. I'm. Well, out of my head. Yeah. Um. So it's a thousand sixty, and then they take the thirty-five percent away, and then they tax me on the rest. Okay. And my net bring home is a thousand three dollars a week. So if we did a thousand sixty times thirty-five percent is three seventy-one a week. So actually, they're in compliance. It's a screwy system, but they are in compliance. They they could actually pay you a little more untaxable, and you'd be okay. But you're fine at three seventy one. That is a, a a good per diem number, and you shouldn't owe anything extra. Well, I don't know if they're taking out enough income tax. That's a whole nother discussion. But they they are. It's a screwy way to calculate it, but they're within the, the right numbers on their per diem. So, other than the fact that you're not getting paid as much as you want, I don't see any real problem with this. Stick around. Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you. Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. They mention me. Oh, out loud. <laughs> Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. Here truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett-Paris and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one and no touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Growth. At J.B. Hunt, it's the oxygen of our company. This is Craig Harper, Chief Operations Officer, and I'm excited for 2017, a year where we're poised to see growth across our fleet. Growth that means more local, regional, and over-the-road driving jobs for company drivers nationwide. And growth that means even more drivers can enjoy a steady paycheck and frequent home time by joining our fleet. New driving jobs are opening daily. Search them at drivejbhunt.com. That's drivejbhunt.com. Sunday, the Eagles made history once again as they performed at Nashville Story Grand Ole Opry House. Yeah, man, it may have been the best show I've ever seen in my life. Love the Eagles. You didn't want to leave. It was solid listening to the Eagles. They're just an awesome band. Hear the intimate subscriber Eagles concert captured live. Plus, Eagles hits, rarities, influences, and more on the band's very own channel, Hotel California. A limited edition Eagles channel coming later this November to Sirius XM.
I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have periods of snow showers along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon and far northern California. Same type of thing along I-15 from Montana into parts of Idaho and Utah. I-55 and I-57, a stray shower thunderstorm cannot be ruled out in parts of Illinois. Same thing for I-69 and I-65 in Indiana. I-75, a scattered shower storm from far southeast Michigan to parts of Ohio and Kentucky. Same thing for I-77, scattered showers and storms in Ohio, pushing into parts of West Virginia. I-79, scattered shower storm in Pennsylvania. I-81 and I-87, some scattered shower storms in New York State, also extending down I-81 in parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland into Virginia. I-95, we have some scattered showers and storms that threads out there from Maine all the way down through the mid-Atlantic states. I-91, 993. Scattered shower storm cannot be ruled out from New England. I'm Todd Bork with Cuts Weather Drivers twice down the road. Dog Series 7146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to the trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the third and final hour. Still time to get through. In fact, it's a little easier if you keep dialing in this final hour. 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right back to some phone calls. Let's head off to Wyoming. Gray, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What can I help now, you with today? I have a co- now, I have an oil sample for you over there. Now, what happened is, is this. I moved on to 5W30 oil. Okay. Which is, um, uh, you know, ALE mobile mobile one. Okay. And uh, you see the circus I'm looking at? I just, I got spooked and I moved back to Rotel. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a mess. Um, it's kind of a mess. I, I know. <laughs> so when you were using the mobile one, was it... Uh-huh. Was it the correct um, API classification? It was for heavy-duty diesels, so it had either uh, a CK4. It had one of the two designations for a heavy-duty diesel? Yes, it has. It's a a, um, a mobile uh, full synthetic 5W30. It's one of those new oils. Right, okay. It's a 5W30 LE. And it's for heavy trucks. They sell it at, you know, TAs. Uh, Speedco carries that as well. And I figured, you know, new truck because it's uh, 2017. And I'm like, okay, let me try that. And then I got those samples back. I mean, okay, copper, I oil cool. I understand that. But yeah, I, but- I didn't like it. And I went to Proven Soldier, you know, Rotel. <laughs> so well, I'm it- just- well, it's a little, it's a little weird. And look, I'd stick with the Rotella. Rotella's just an excellent oil. You, you can't beat it. It's easy to get. It's you know well priced. But I, I'm, I'm yeah. just totally confused by this oil sample. Uh-huh. There was no fuel dilution. Yeah. There was no soot. The viscosity was fine. There's no dirt. And yet the wear metals are just not making sense. So the copper prob right, yeah. the copper probably was an oil cooler because we have no lead. I mean zero. I don't know how zero lead. Yeah. We have zero lead yet our tin was really high. Our aluminum was really high. Mm-hmm. Our chromium was really high. Our iron isn't 
too bad. I'm, it, it's a little high for a DD-15, but I'm not worried about it. But I don't know where the tin, aluminum, and chromium, why those were all elevated. And honestly, if we look mm-hmm. at this, your worst sample was the one back in June, the oldest one. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah the mm-hmm. oldest sample, which That's was why back I started in with the soil. Yeah, and then they actually mm-hmm. started to get a little better. Well, then they went up again. Um, I, I'm confused, honestly. I, I, I've, <laughs> and, and why was lead zero when every other wear metal is high? Boy, all I can tell you is I'm glad you switched to Rotella. Let's wait and see what your next uh, sample looks like. Now, you are going to have some holdover. Okay. Some of those wear metals are still uh-huh. going to be there. But let's hope they go way oh, down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that. I mean, I have multiple OPS systems. I mean, I know how they look. I mean, I got an 05 truck. I mean, it's, it's like a perfect sample. And right. I'm waiting <laughs> for this engine to blow up. It's million four and no in-frame, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man. Okay. This one, I I'm, I know well, why you're confused, no matter how many samples you've looked at, because I've looked at a lot of samples, and this one is confusing me. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, I believe that those new oils, I think, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'll stick to Rotella, because I, I used Rotella forever and yep. never had an issue. <laughs> yep, I, I agree. Yeah, so. You know, if you want to run synthetic, run the, the, the Rotella full synthetic, run a blend. Um, Rotella is just pretty hard to beat, and and what that mobile one was giving you some really screwy readings. Yeah, I run synthetic all the time. I don't Good. even go anywhere Good. about synthetic. Uh, if uh, I may comment about ELDs, sure, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, well, I'm testing right now. I tested uh, EOBRD. I guess that's okay. the minutia of letters there, right? Right. And now I test ELD. Uh, EOBRD came because I have two, 2018. I just this year actually bought two of them, and uh, they they come out from OEMs already installed. You know, so okay. I tested it. I'm not impressed. I understand why uh, fleets are holding it all because uh, if you have a department that watches the drivers, they can edit driveline. You know? Yes. So that's why the, I guess they have a grandfather and sort of timeline or something. Right. But then I said, okay, well, before I get to my guys, I have six trucks running. So uh, I'll test ELD to, you know, get familiar with it myself. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can play this thing like a violin. <laughs> is that right? So I don't know what what the <laughs> hell is going on here. I mean, I mean, I don't like government being intruder on our business, but. ELD, my God, now I do it with impunity. I mean, it's like, wow, I even feel good if I right. accomplish stuff, you know? So, well, good, good. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion, if, if it's, you know. Yeah. That's well, it. So, well, Kevin, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for the call. Good stuff. Yeah, the, the A-O-B-R, whatever, I, I, there's too many initials anymore. Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of that. There, there are some differences. Fleets aren't going to want to run both, though. So you're going to see the fleets are going to switch to the ELDs. It's going to be interesting. It, it really is. It, it's uh, obviously the hottest topic in trucking, hottest topic I remember in a very, very long time. 
I, I'm looking forward to see what happens. At this point, I think the arguing and the crying are over. Let's get on with it. And if if, if this industry wanted to really get behind something, it should get behind changing the hours of service. And it shouldn't wait until the FMCSA comes up with ideas. The industry should get together and create its own hours of service and present it to the FMCSA in a very organized, professional way. Kind of doubt that's going to happen, though. Let's um, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Ohio. Daryl, welcome to the program. How you doing, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind today? Hey, I got. It's been a while since I've heard you talk about this. I'm trying to get my retirement going, and I've been to a couple people that have told me different things. It's it's almost like you walk in. You sit down with these financial planners, and they're like, oh, we got this all handled for you. You just need to do this, this, and this, and, and give us this amount of money this month and, yeah. you know, and every month after that, and we got your retirement set up. And they all say something different. Right. And I remember you used to talk a lot about setting up 401Ks, and it's just something I really want to get going. But, you know, I, I go in confident and then come out way less confident. <laughs> And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because the entire financial planning industry is set up to confuse you. Right. Because they want you to depend on them. And I've talked about this where when I went through the work to become a certified financial planner, one of the most difficult things I've done, three years of school, crazy, crazy complicated test that was 15 hours long. Um, I passed the first time, but most people don't. The pass rate on that test is like 40 some percent most of the time. And when I got done, I thought, this is ridiculous. All that knowledge, and I, I can still recommend one book to most people, and they would learn more from that book of, of good practical information. One of the books, uh, uh, do you listen to audiobooks at all? Yes. I, before you make any kind of decisions, I would recommend one book. This is the financial book that I say taught me more than all three years of becoming a certified financial planner. The book is called Money, Master the Game by Tony Robbins. Okay. Listen. The game. Yeah, listen to that book and then call me back because I could spend the next hour talking about retirement accounts and mutual funds and but but you're going to be so much better prepared to hear it and you and I could probably come up with a pretty good plan on your own after you read this book. Okay. Yeah, cuz I remember you used to talk about setting it up you know, yourself going to 401, like TV yeah. and Ameritrade it, it, and stuff like that. And and, and I haven't and changed. And I looking into that, and then you get scared, too, because you're like, well, am I just throwing, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you literally could just be making other people money, and I don't have that kind of money. To be well, here's the thing. Like I, I, I can uh, I, I tell you what I'm going to do. We're coming up on a break, so go read, listen to that book. It, it's really good. When I come back from the break... I'm going to give you my basic financial plan that hasn't changed in 15 years. It doesn't have all the little details and there would still be some questions, but if if 
people just did this, they would be 95% better off than doing nothing, which is what most people do is nothing. So I'm going to give you a plan you can go do on your own, and you really don't have to be afraid of it. We'll do that right after the break. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. That's the name of the show. Is now on Sirius XM. It's me, Ricky Gervais, talking to my mates and scientists and rock stars. Ricky Gervais is Deadly Serious. New episodes Tuesdays at 11 a.m. East. Ricky Gervais is Deadly Serious. It's the closest thing to magic. We talk about why we're here, where do we come from, there'll be jokes, irreverent discussions. On Sirius XM Comedy Greats 94 with replays on Raw Dog Comedy 99. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. In 2016, 84% of new cancer drugs approved in the U.S. were first studied in clinical trials with Florida cancer specialists' participation. This is just one example of the world-class care you'll find at nearly 100 locations, including Altamont Springs, Inverness, Palm Coast, Zephyr Hills, and Gainesville. Florida Cancer Specialists, online at flcancer.com. Planet Line Now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the driver. Land Line Now.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get to the calls in a little bit. I, I just want to go over a, a quick, simple financial plan that I, I've been recommending for years. I haven't really changed. There's very little risk in it. There's always risk in investing, but this really minimizes the risk, minimizes the fees. But again, I would highly recommend if you are going to get started on investing for anything, and and certainly for retirement, read or listen to the book Money Master the Game by Anthony Robbins. Absolutely excellent book. If you are self-employed, the first thing we have to do is realize that a retirement account is not an investment. People will say, is a a Roth a better investment than a 401k or is an IRA a better investment than a a Keo? The retirement accounts are not investments. Think of a retirement account like an IRA or a 401k, as a box. That's it. It's just a box. And when you put money inside the box, the government's not allowed to take any of it. That, that's, that's a simple explanation. I could get more detailed and complicated, but that's the simple explanation. We put the money in the box so the government can't tax it. Now, once it's in that box, if we take it out back and bury it in our yard, it's not going to grow In fact, it's going to shrink because of inflation over time. So now that we have the money in the box and the government can't tax it, sort of, we need to figure out what we're going to invest it in. Now, there's all kinds of options. We could get crazy and you can invest retirement money into gold, silver, real estate, There's even ways you can invest it into classic cars, coins. Those are not for the average person. If you don't have real expertise in those areas, if you're not really well-knowledged in real estate or classic cars or coins, then you shouldn't be investing in those. I'm not a big believer in gold and silver. They, they just traditionally have not performed well over long periods of time. They have their run-ups once in a while, and then everybody gets excited about them. So my go-to investment for your retirement money that's now in that box are mutual funds. Now we can get really complicated because a mutual fund is just a whole bunch of individual stocks put together so you can buy at one time instead of trying to buy 30 different stocks or bonds. The problem is mutual funds are so popular, they've been around for so long, we now have more mutual funds than we have stocks on the New York Stock Exchange. So that can get very confusing. To make it even worse, those, all of those mutual funds can have multiple different kinds of fees, and those fees can eat up your earnings. That's one of the things I really learned a lot about in the book Money Master the Game is how important those fees are. It's easy to look at the fees and go, oh, this one is uh, 1.3% and this one's only 0.7%. Is that really a big deal? Yeah, it can be once you start doing the calculations. 
So that book will give you some really good recommendations on where to get the lowest fees. What I want to talk about is what mutual funds, which specific mutual funds that I recommend. To keep it simple again. And, and this method will beat almost every other strategy and you don't even have to think about it. There are mutual funds that are referred to as index mutual funds. That's an important term, index mutual fund. An index is, is a way of measuring what the stock market is doing. It's a group of stocks that we look at and say, is the market up or down? So you see this on the news every single day. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 37 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is an index. You'll hear the NASDAQ was down today. The NASDAQ is an index. The Russell 2000. We have, we have lots of indexes. What you're going to do is rather than invest in mutual funds that are managed by a manager who decides which stocks to buy and sell, an index mutual fund doesn't have a money manager because it doesn't need one. It only holds the stocks that are in the index that it represents. So the S&P 500, we hear about that one every day. There are 500 company stocks in the S&P 500. That's a lot. That's pretty diversified. So if you buy just one share of an S&P 500 index fund, you are getting a little tiny piece of 500 different companies. Now, what are the odds that at any given time, all 500 of those companies are going to go down in value? Pretty slim. That's why we diversify. Now, we can diversify even more by buying two or three index mutual funds. I usually recommend three. An S&P 500, that one's easy. It's very, very common. A small cap index fund, again, really common. And I like what's called an EFA, a European and Asian index fund. But the idea is get a couple of good basic index funds and invest into them every month and forget about all the other complicated stuff and you'll be far better off. It, and here's a good reason. I know people that thought about this five years ago and didn't do it because they were too confused. I know people who looked at it 10 years ago and didn't start investing because they were confused. They just keep putting it off. If you just start investing, it's better than not. This is a pretty simple um, strategy to follow. And the sooner you get started and the more disciplined you are doing it every month, the better off you're going to be. Forget all the details and all the complication. Just get started. Let's go to Cleveland. Bob, welcome to the program. How are you doing, sir? Thank Good. Thank you for taking my call. What can I help you with today? Um, if, fuel mileage, or should I say my lack thereof. Okay. I've been to Pittsburgh, I've been to Pittsburgh Power in June of 2015. They put the 700 program in the truck. And as you can see on my fuel mileages, I old decent fuel mileage, not great, but decent considering what it was, for the first uh, probably six months of me owning a truck. Um, at that point, I broke a crankshaft because I was kind of dumb and didn't replace the harmonic balancer. 
and I ended up replacing the motor with a remanufactured motor. Ever since then, Ethan and I cannot figure out what is wrong with the program or what is wrong with the engine. We both come to the conclusion it's not in their programming. Okay. It's something inside the engine. Okay. We were wondering if you have any idea what could be. Well, there's a couple things we need to look at. I, I don't doubt that there is something in the engine that we need to track down, especially if Ethan is still trying to figure it out. But looking at your fuel economy, it, it, it's only so-so. Now, you mentioned you had the program on the ECM. Is there anything else that's been done to this truck for fuel economy? Uh, during the summer months, I run uh, Michelin XDE uh, for the low rolling resistance. They're like a summer tire, trailer tire. Um, other than that, I I do very well. I'm uh, watching. I use the uh, Yokohama 577s for wintertime. Okay. Because so, their rolling resistance is rather well. But it doesn't sound like we've got a lot of the modifications. No, we don't. Okay. Because and, I'm too busy putting fuel in the truck. It, well, I know, but you, I mean, you, you start easy. What year is it? It's a 2005. So, and what engine? ISX 15. So there's part or, of the uh, problem. Wow. I, I am I am not a fan of those years of the ISX. I think from 03 through about uh, 12 or 13. The ISX, I, I've bashed that engine for years. Now, the new ISX, I'm very impressed with. They finally got that engine back to where it used to be, like in the early 2000s. So that could be part of our problem. That engine just wasn't really known for getting great fuel economy. So, But we could still look at a lot of the other things that we could do. We could make sure we have high-flow mufflers. Make sure we have we could do a high flow manifold, do the fleet air filter for the intake. Um, have we done the basics like making sure the charger cooler isn't leaking and that kind of stuff? Yes, uh, Ethan. Okay, Ethan good. And them have gone through it I, many a times. I, I figured. Um, I do have a Pittsburgh Power muffler on it. Oh, okay, so that those were the kind of things I was asking about. So tell me a little bit about your operation. Um, I run basically Buffalo, New York to Baltimore. Um, here recently, if you, if you look into my fuel gauges, uh, I got a couple of decent size, uh, or decent fuel mileages, and I know you're going to go to a break, so why don't you go ahead and go. Yeah, hold, hold that thought, we'll come back, we'll try to track this down right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Accelerate Conference and Expo in Kansas City, Missouri. Dave Nemo and Claire Marie are your access to the discussions on the issues and trends in transportation. Hear from Ellen Voya, president of Women in Trucking. Talk about the positive impact women have on the trucking industry. Tuesday, November 7th and Wednesday, November 8th, the Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East on Road Dog Trucking Radio. And the Sirius XM app. What is the future you do?
doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor-trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. At Celadon, our drivers come first. That means we know what professional drivers want. We have targeted 15 of our largest locations to increase pay. Top drivers average over $1,200 a week. We are also expanding our customer freight network to help keep you moving and earning. Join Celadon today and be part of a team built to succeed. Call 844-836-9645 or visit driveceladon.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-C-E-L-A-D-O-N.com. Drive safe. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Shower storms extend from the Great Lakes through the Ohio Valley over to the Mid-Atlantic states and New England, so watch out. East-West interstates looking at showers and storms from Massachusetts to New York State all the way down through Pennsylvania and Ohio. Same type of thing for I-80. Does extend from New Jersey through Pennsylvania and Ohio. I-84, those shower storms are out there. Same type of thing for I-86 and I-88 through the New England states. I-78 and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania. We have the scattered showers and storm threat there. I-70 from Maryland to Pennsylvania and Ohio. Scattered showers and storms. Farther down to the south, I-64. Straight shower storm cannot be ruled out in parts of Virginia and West Virginia. A little more widespread to work your way into parts of Kentucky. Farther out west, I-90. Some snow showers from western Montana into Idaho and Washington State. Same thing for I-84 from Utah into Idaho as well as Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series Time 146 and on the series. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to Bob in Cleveland. So, Bob, I, I was looking through your fuel mileage numbers. They haven't changed all that much if we look at the big picture. They've only varied by about two-tenths of a mile per gallon. So I know they're, they're kind of erratic and they're all over the place, but if we look at the big picture, they haven't really changed that much. 
you know, the, these right. these are the years of engines that we had the biggest problems with. We had the hardest time figuring out when something went wrong with fuel economy, tracking it down. It can be a sensor somewhere causing the ECM to, to not respond correctly. Um, you're in good hands. I, I don't know anybody else that's better at this than Ethan and the guys over at Pittsburgh Power. I, there's nothing here that's jumping out at me right now, like, you know, nothing obvious. If we've been through the usual stuff, the charger cooler, you know, nothing about your operations really jumping out at me. I think this is going to turn out to be one of those weird sensor issues. All right. I wish I had a, a better answer for you, but the, these are those. Th- this is why I was so frustrated for that decade, from about '04 to, to 2014. That decade of trucks was just frustrating. Um, but if anybody can figure it out, it's probably going to be Ethan because I really do think this is some sort of a uh, sensor electrical issue that's causing the ECM to see the wrong information and it's not responding properly. I'm assuming, again, I'm not going to try to second-guess those guys because they know what they're doing, but the the, uh, turbo on this one is is always a problem on that engine. So they they might want to really focus on the turbo response on this one. Let's see. Uh let's head off to Pennsylvania. John, welcome to the program. Hi, how you doing, Kevin? Good. What can I help you with today? Well, I've got a possibility of three different trucks and I think all three of them you're going to tell me no on, and I just wanted to make sure you tell me that. Well, let's let's try it. Let's see what happens. Tell me what they are. All right. Well, the first one's a 1999 uh, Classic Freightliner. Okay. And it's got a Detroit 60 in it. Okay. It's got uh, a 15-speed. It's got uh, rears are 390s. And okay. it's got large rubber, 11R24.5. So that was set up primarily for heavy haul. The the 15-speed was a heavy haul transmission, the 390 gears, the tall rubber, and it's a classic. So uh, not that I mind the 15-speed. The That's actually a good transmission. I kind of like it. The 390s I could live with because I drive really slow anyway. The only thing I don't like about this truck is that it's a classic. Uh, right. I know you don't like classics. Yeah. I know. What else are we looking uh, at? So what would what what would be the main speed on that? Slow. For, for fuel mileage. Um that that in So yeah. Uh, that engine it that setup is almost identical to what I had in my last Volvo and that was the just had awesome fuel economy at fifty seven miles an hour. At 57. Okay. Yeah, 55 to 60 okay. is where you would want to run that truck the way it's set up. That's, I had a feeling that's what you were going to tell me. Yep. Okay, the other one is a 99 uh, uh, Columbia. It's got a, a Cummins uh, ISX 370 in it. Okay. 10-speed, uh, 411 rears, and uh, 11R22.5. Wow, 411s. And an ISX. I would scratch yes. that one off the list completely. There's too many things That's I don't I too many things I don't like about that one. I, I thought it was a no go. Okay. 
And 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 I happen to the truck I happen to drive is a Kenworth 2015. Okay. T680. Okay. With a Packard motor. All right. Ten speed. Uh, three twenty five rears, and R seventy five R eleven twenty two fives. Okay. And the boss the boss has mentioned about maybe selling it to me. Okay. Um. That that truck has a lot of potential. Um, the Packard engine, I'm, I'm not completely sold on yet. I do like it. It does really well in Europe. We don't have it quite figured out yet. We're closer than we've ever been, and sometimes it gets really good fuel economy. Other times it gets horrible fuel economy where I don't think we've figured out all the reasons why yet. So the Packard engine... Still worries me a little bit, especially it sounds like this is your first truck, right? Yes. Yeah, so the Packard engine for a first truck worries me a little bit. If we get one of the problem engines and we can't fix it, that could be a big issue. If I had to pick a truck for you out of this list, honestly, as much as I bash classics, I'd go with the 99 Classic. <laughs> but but honestly, no I, I think I'd keep looking. Okay. So yeah, you I think I would have a hard time disciplining myself to go 50 57 58. Well then you and don't I know that's what that truck's got to go. Exactly. You, you and now you're going to start switching gears and putting money into it and it's still a classic. So you know mm-hmm. I, I I think I talked about this a little yesterday the the idea of when we have a lot of things to choose from. I use the method that that's the opposite of what everybody else does. I look at each option and say, can I find a reason not to buy that or not to choose that? And if I can find any reason not to, then I move on. Because I can always find reasons to buy it. Well, it's a 99. We don't have to do ELDs. It's got a Series 60. I like those. The 15 speed's a great transmission. And now I just talked myself into a truck. But I could also look at this mm-hmm. and instead and say, wait a minute. It's a classic. I don't buy classics. That, that makes that decision really easy. I could look at the 390 right. gears. For me, that's a plus. But if you don't like driving 55 to 60, that's a big minus. So we immediately found two things wrong, and I haven't even looked at the truck yet. The, the T680 right. might be a great truck, um, might be a little over your budget, how much you should be spending right now. It's got a 10-speed. I'm not wild about that. I'd rather have a 13. 325 gears are a little screwy. It's not the gear that I would pick. And the Packard engine, we haven't completely figured out yet. So I found a whole bunch of reasons not to buy that one. Um, I'm not wild about the Columbias because they just don't hold up well. The 99 ISX wasn't my favorite engine. It's got a 10-speed with 411 gears. So your first statement was correct. I'm probably not going to recommend any of these trucks. Well, I've listened to you long enough. I kind of knew it. Yep. I just wanted to confirm it. Yep. Because, you, boy, I do respect you. Well, you, you had it correct. And, and as you're looking, keep that in mind. You know, it, it doesn't mean that we're ever going to find that perfect truck that we can't find anything wrong with. But, but sometimes we can. 
And that's what I shoot for. And if I've, you know, I used to give myself four to eight weeks when I needed to find a used truck. I'd never rushed it. I'd, I'd start looking at least two months before I really needed or wanted to buy the truck, and, and I wouldn't get in a hurry, and this was my criteria. If I start looking at the truck and I can find one thing I don't like, and I'm not talking about, you know, it had red seats. That, that I could care less about stuff like that. I'm talking about are the specs right? Does the, warrant, does the maintenance history look correct? You know, those kind of things, things that are really important. And if I can look through there and find one thing I don't like, I just move on. I, until I find that truck where I say, wow, I, I can't find any reason not to buy this truck, then I know that's the one. That's the one. Okay. Great. That's good advice. All right. Go backwards. That's right. Do, do, it's, it's almost called counterintuitive thinking. It, it's the opposite of the herd mentality. Everybody looks at why they want to buy something, and you can talk yourself into almost anything that way. But take the opposite approach. Take that counterintuitive approach. There's a, there's a whole strategy of investing around this. Um, the, the same idea that don't do what everybody else does. You'll get the same results everybody else does. So if you start looking at when you have a lot of decisions to make, a lot of choices, look at it the opposite way. If I find one reason that I shouldn't buy this truck, a big reason, again, not because the floor mats are worn out, you know, big stuff. But I just pointed out several big things on all three of these trucks that would be reasons I wouldn't buy them. We'll be right back. We've got one more segment. I'm going to come back and get to your calls and questions right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Success starting today. The highway becomes CMA Awards Radio. With exclusive behind-the-scenes interviews and special events, including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rudd, and more. Live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. Coming to the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. Howdy, folks. My name's Jeff. I want to ask you something. Do you own a cat? If you do, please listen up. We have a brand new organic cat litter called Cat Spot Litter. You see, I'm just an old country boy that stumbled into making an unbelievable new cat litter. It's made from real coconut. It has no chemicals and no dust. It 100% zaps cat urine smell. All you do is scoop the poop daily and stir in the urine. And let me tell you, since it's made from real coconut, 
Hunt and CatSpot's 100% biodegradable. When you're done with it, just put it in your yard, put it in your flower bed, or use it in your compost pile if you want to, because it doubles as a soil amendment. We call it Second Life Litter. And please stop filling up all those landfills with that toxic clay litter. Go to our website, catspotlitter.com, and check it out for yourself. We're going to ship it straight to your front door with a money-back guarantee. Hey, I appreciate it. What must-have accessory is popping up in dog parks all across the country? The Link AKC Smart Collar. Backed by the American Kennel Club, Link AKC is the only collar your dog will ever need. It's a GPS locator, fitness tracker, and more, all controlled through a smartphone app. The Link AKC tracking feature is amazing. I can see where Ozzy is at all times right on the app. It's total peace of mind. (laughs) He's a bit of an escape artist, and I can find him right away. It monitors Winnie's activity level, and it tells me the exact amount a dog her age and breed needs. I'm totally jealous. It's way better looking than my fitness band, and it gives more information. Keep your dog safe, happy, and healthy. Try Link AKC risk-free for 90 days. Plus, when you use the code NEWS at LinkAKC.com, you'll save 30% on your order and get free shipping. That's code NEWS to save 30% with free shipping at LinkAKC.com. Know your best friend better. LinkAKC.com, code NEWS. This is Ton Ossigard with Creek Care Corporation. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you. Thank you to all of America's truck drivers that are out there safely delivering America's freight. Truly, without truck drivers, America stops. And with that, I want to again say thank you to all the Creek Carrier, Schaefer, and Hunt drivers. And those of you that aren't drivers with Creek Carrier, this is a great opportunity to join our team. Please take a moment to check us out at creekcarrier.com. Thank you again, and be safe. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right uh, right to the phones. Let's head off to Texas. Rick, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Good. What's on your mind today? Well, i got two things. Uh, I'd like you to uh, re-outline that uh, investment uh, uh, piece there that you uh, did here a few minutes ago. I'd like to make some notes on that. Okay. Give me a good outline on that. And I got a situation that happened to me last week. That, uh, uh, I've got some questions about about on uh, the ELDs and onboard reporters. Okay, so let's do this. Um, do you happen to have the new app I just talked about? <laughs> I don't have it, and I, I looked it up, and I can't install it because i got everything else on this blasted phone, and I don't have enough room. Uh, okay, because I was going to say you could just go back and listen to, to my explanation because it, it takes me a good 10 minutes to get through it, and I have a couple calls I want to get to. So um, 
Let me hold off on that one. It, and I'm even going to do a course on this. I'm going to do a quick free course so that it's something you can go back to and I'll have links with resources. Because I know listening to that explanation on the radio doesn't always work well. So let, let me do that. Let's, let's get to your other questions. Okay, this is what happened to me last week. ELDs, I don't know if we're going to have them because we've already got the Qualcomm uh, system here in the truck. But uh, I was uh, given a load there last week that uh, uh, I was forced under. I'm a company driver, but my question was, uh, you know, if, if we do end up with ELDs and these uh, onboard recorders, uh, I sent messages that, messages in to my DM and told him I did not have the hours to take this load and he put me on it anyway. I had to do a 34 in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the week and uh, now I'm behind another 34 because these customers aren't open until Monday. So I've really lost a lot of time. I was forced under a load that I couldn't take because of hours of service. And he told me that I had to take it. Well, he can technically tell you you have to take the load. He can't tell you yeah. that you have to drive to get it there on time. Um, but but they, right. can, they can say, I mean, as an employee, they can tell you, well, we, we get it. You don't have enough time, but, but we do want you to pick it up. And run as much as you can, and then, you know, you're going to have to follow hours of service. So they haven't done anything illegal or, you know, there's no coercion here. Picking up the load wasn't a problem, and it doesn't sound like they tried to force you to deliver it. So they haven't done anything wrong other than put you in a really lousy situation where you've lost a lot of miles. Right. Now, are they going to make us uh, take ELDs, if we, even if we have, like, uh, this well, uh, MCP-200 on board the truck already? I, I don't know that device, but if that device meets the requirements. See, the, the FMCSA puts out requirements on what the ELD has to do. Now, there are going to be dozens, if not hundreds, of these devices on the market, uh, on, you know, and a bunch of them are going to go out of business early. Oh, yeah. and, but I, I don't know what you have in the truck, but if, if it either has the capabilities of an ELD or can be upgraded to that, then you might be okay with that. But there, there, there really aren't any substitutions. You have to have a device right. that meets the requirements. I, I don't know if that one does right. or not. A- and, yes, it does. It's got, it's got oh, electronic well. logs, and it's uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, ALBR, uh, uh, very similar. So then, if it's you're track of everything, so then your fleet may be going with the exemption and and running. They have two more years; they can run those instead of an ELD. The right. the real issue here is we're going to have all kinds of problems like this. That it, and this is why I said two years ago when they finalized the ruling and gave us the date of December 17th, I started saying back then, 
you better get on board with these things and start to learn how to run under them while you can. And I'm not talking to you now because this was up to your fleet. But I, but I was telling right. owner-operators, small carriers, don't wait until December because it's going to be a mess learning how to do this. Yep. And, and do it mm-hmm. while you can still adjust. Do it while you can still, right. let's use the right word, do it while you can still cheat. And, and get away yeah, with it while you're learning this thing, right? Is, isn't that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so do it while we can cheat. So um, we're going to see a lot of this. There are going to be a lot of really unhappy drivers um, because of this. So I, I'm not surprised I'm going to start hearing a lot of these calls that's why I say 2018, actually the rest of uh, December after the mandate in 2018 is going to be a very, very interesting time. And I, I think drivers are put in the worst position because you have to depend on your fleet to manage this properly, and many of them aren't. So as an owner-operator, I, I was saying two years ago, jump on board get a device, start running while you can still cheat and learn this. And then when it becomes mandatory, you'll already have all the time management and all this figured out. Let me uh, jump into one more call here. We're going to head off to Indiana. Sam, welcome to the program. Uh, Howdy. What can I help you with today? Uh, Well, I'm just a... You know, company puke for a small company. I ain't going to name no names, but uh, I was just have, wondering, like, because I want to buy my own truck and start out and everything, uh, what should I be looking for? So far, my only requirements is pre-1995 and a manual transmission. Um, why pre-1995? Mainly, I don't trust anything built after 1995, and that goes for everything. I don't even buy a personal vehicle made after 95. I, I, I think that's I a... I don't trust all the electronic stuff. I think that's a huge mistake in, in a truck. I, I understand when people say, well, the more electronics we put on, the more features we put on, the more things that can go wrong. But honestly, I, I've owned some pretty modern cars, really pretty high-tech. I'm blown away by the quality and how few things go wrong but but even set that aside electronic diesel engines when we put the ECM when we put the electronic control model module on the engine it was the single biggest improvement we've ever made to diesel engines there is no way I would ever go back to using a mechanical diesel to to try to make money with a truck over the road now if i did you know sand and gravel if i did some local fracking and oil field kind of stuff i could make a mechanical engine work really well in an operation like that local construction but if i'm running over the road there is no way i want to do it on a mechanical engine they just not going to happen the, the fuel economy is not as good. They don't last as long. We've got to roll bearings into them a lot more often. We get a lot more fuel dilution. I could go on and on and on. And they, just, they don't have as much horsepower. The electronics on a diesel are amazing. So I could understand if you wanted to do late 90s to stay away from the ELD mandate for now. That, that's an option that I would go with. But I would not go with um, pre-electronic and... 
if you went right now and looked at a 1990 with a Detroit diesel, it would be electronic. If you want to be pre-electronic, you have to go all the way back to like 88. Now, Cummins and Cat were mechanical in the early 90s, but the Detroits were all electronic back then. But there's a bigger issue here. And, and I've only got uh, about 30 seconds, and, and you're going to get cut off here in a second, so I'll put you on hold so you can hear this. The bigger issue is you obviously, and this isn't a criticism, it's just the, the truth, um, I, I don't think you know a lot about trucking right now. And there are much, much bigger things you need to be learning. You aren't anywhere near ready to start choosing a truck yet. I have a whole course on this, and buying the truck is, is step about 17 or 18. There's so much more you should be learning before you even think about buying a truck. Since we're all out of time, what I would recommend right now is that you uh, listen to the show, really, and, and call me. Call me every week if you want, every weekend. And, and we'll talk about this, and I'll work you through this, and I'll give you some resources and some other books to go listen to while you're driving. Because right now, you're not really ready. And you're not, right now, you don't even know what you don't know. And again, that's not a criticism, it just is. And, and I want to help you get ready. Buying the truck is not the step you're on right now. And with that, I've got to wrap this up and get out of here. I am all out of time. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchat. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You, Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Hi, I'm Dan Workman from Landstar Heavy Specialized. Landstar is the nation's premier platform carrier, and we're looking for quality owner-operators who are interested in flat, step, and heavy specialized freight. You'll have a lot of advantages at Landstar, like unmatched access to freight and big savings on straps, binders, chains, fuel, tires, and more. Find out why more owner-operators choose Landstar. Call us at 800-435-4010 or visit us at leasetolandstar.com. Dana Stanley is a trucking legend. She goes by the CB handle Mama Bear, and her dedication to endless stretches of pavement is truly unmatched. Dana loves her truck like a baby, so she chose Progressive Commercial and their 40 years of truck insurance expertise to protect it, like a mother protects her cubs, but without all the licking. Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of trucking legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 national written premium data. 
Some truck drivers prefer shorter routes. Some drivers prefer to go the distance. But more drivers prefer pre-pass. It's the hands-free, distraction-free solution to way station and tolling bypass that keeps qualified trucks on the move. In fact, pre-pass drivers are pulled in for inspection less than with any other service. Don't just take our word for it. Try pre-pass today and enjoy your first month of service free. Call 888-559-PASS and mention promo code ROADDOG. That's 888-559-PASS or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG. Stay safe out there. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have periods of snow showers along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon and far northern California. Same type of thing along I-15 from Montana into parts of Idaho and Utah. I-55 and I-57, a stray shower thunderstorm cannot be ruled out in parts of Illinois. Same thing for I-69 and I-65 in Indiana. I-75, a scattered shower storm from far southeast Michigan to parts of Ohio and Kentucky. Same thing for I-77, scattered showers and storms in Ohio, pushing into parts of West Virginia. I-79, scattered shower storm in Pennsylvania. I-81 and I-87, some scattered shower storms in New York State, also extending down I-81 in parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland, into Virginia. I-95, we have some scattered showers and storms that threads out there from Maine all the way down through the Mid-Atlantic states. I-91, I-93. Scattered shower storm cannot be ruled out through New England. I'm Todd Bork with Cuts Weather Drivers twice now on the Road Dog Series 746 and on the Series Slam Smartphones. OOIDA, representing America's truckers since 1973, presents Landline Now with your host, Mark Redding. It's the 145th anniversary of Susan B. Anthony's arrest for trying to vote for president. And this is Landline Now. From truckers who organized a convoy for a young man suffering from a serious illness to members of Congress who want truck drivers across the board tested for sleep apnea, Terry Scruton and Mary McKenna will tell you who in recent news has been good and who's been bad with some roses and raspberries. While Congress and the administration have worked for some time to eliminate the Affordable Care Act, in fact, it does still remain the law of the land. Mary will tell you what you need to know in a conversation with consultant Rick Welsh of Welsh & Associates. And finally, Louisiana voters have approved an initiative that would put any new transportation tax revenue into a lockbox. I'll talk with our state legislative experts, Keith Goebel and Mike Matuzik. But first... Today's headlines. The NTSB admits recent findings were partially based on an assumption. OOIDA says the rash of ELD exemption filings underlines the need for a delay. And the world's biggest truck stop is getting even bigger. And now, the news with Mary McKenna. Thanks, Mark. The National Transportation Safety Board this past week ruled that undetected sleep apnea, along with a poor traffic alert system, were the probable causes of a fatal crash last October between a bus and a tractor-trailer near Palm Springs, California. That accident killed 13 people and injured another 31. Landline magazine staff writer Mark Schwimmer, who did some additional digging on the story, discovered investigators might have jumped to some conclusions. It appears that... They never actually uh, tested the truck driver to see if he had sleep apnea. They say he was most likely asleep at the time of the crash due to fatigue that, given his extreme high level of obesity, probably resulted from undiagnosed and untreated moderate to severe obstructive sleep apnea. Based on this, it, it appears that there was no test to find out for sure 
that the truck driver um, suffered from sleep apnea more than is an assumption based off of his weight. The NTSB did later admit the driver was never tested. In the news release, it does mention the bus was traveling at highway speed when it crashed into the stopped truck on Interstate 10. The truck had stopped for utility work, but when traffic resumed, the truck didn't move, and the NTSB had ruled that he'd likely fallen asleep. Another factor not highlighted in the press release was that the bus driver was also working on less than four hours sleep and was likely too fatigued to make any necessary events. Actions. And you can read more about that story at landlinemag.com. The world's biggest mining company might have an answer to this fatigue. It's tackling the issue with a new twist. Bloomberg News reports BHP Billiton in Australia is having its drivers wear baseball caps and hard helmets with sensors mounted inside to track brainwaves. The sensors basically alert the driver as well as an office supervisor who can intervene cutting down on accidents. The increasing number of exemption requests from an electronic logging device mandate and the government's recent responses proves there is no safety benefit on this technology. The Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association points to this as one of the many reasons the upcoming federal regulation requiring trucks to be equipped with electronic logging devices should be delayed. Twelve organizations have so far filed exemption requests, and 31 organizations have requested a delay, including OOIDA. It's a nightmare on ELD Street, or Nightmare on Eld Street, said Todd Spencer, Executive Vice President of OOIDA. Confusion and concern surround this issue. The best solution is an alternate ending to the frightening scene by way of a delay. The fire extinguisher in your truck may not work. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is recalling nearly 40 million Kitta fire extinguishers with plastic handles due to failure to discharge and nozzle detachment. The fire extinguishers can become clogged and fail during an emergency. Additionally, the nozzle can detach. If you own one of these extinguishers, you should immediately call Kitta and request a free replacement. The company will give you instructions on how to return the recalled units. There are to date 400 reports of extinguishers malfunctioning, resulting in 16 injuries and one death. For a complete list of the affected extinguishers, go to the Consumer Product Safety Commission's website, or better yet, you can find the direct link on our website, landlinenow.com, under the heading, Heard on the Air. Following the recent number of accidents involving commercial vehicles, the Ontario Trucking Association is coming to the defense of truckers. Steve Laskowski says first and foremost, his heart goes out to the families of the victims from last Tuesday's massive accident on Highway 400. But he says you have to keep what happened last Tuesday in context. There's a number of, of trucks on the road, 75% growth since 1995. Why? Well, trucks move the economy. But during that same time, what we have seen is a 66% decline in the number of fatalities involving trucks. Why? Because we have a strong commitment in our industry to safety. Ontario's Provincial Police Commissioner, Vince Hawkes, however, put truck drivers on notice, telling reporters for the Canadian press on the scene that it was time for police to take action against inattentive truck drivers. And to that... Laskowski says the association agrees it's time to sort out the bad apples. Most of our industry and our drivers comply. They're safe. 
the professionals. There is, unfortunately, a segment of our industry. It's not. So we will be partnering with the Ontario Provincial Police and the Ministry of Transportation to go after that element who won't change their behaviour, whether they're drivers or whether they're ownership. The Ontario Safety League, which advocates for traffic safety, has called for a review of fatalities on Highway 400 involving all traffic, both commercial and passenger vehicles. And finally, if you think it's big now, just wait a little while. The world's largest truck stop in Walcott, Iowa, is announcing a $10 million expansion and remodel. The I-80 truck stop already boasts about 100,000 square feet, and they're adding another 23,000 square feet in 2018. Construction and renovation commenced right after this year's Walcott Truckers Jamboree when it ended in July. Construction will be in three phases, with Phase 1 upgrades to the infrastructure, and that's nearly complete. Phase 2 will expand the building to the new gas islands installed last year. This area will include a new and improved food court with a total of 10 restaurants, plus a new food prep area and equipment. And then there's Phase 3, which includes a boulevard that welcomes truckers to to the Diesel Islands Truck Service Center and Truckomat Truck Wash and Truck Parking. Now, all 900 truck parking spaces will be retained with the hopes of expanding. And you're invited to check out the progress along the way. Photos will be posted periodically, and all phases are scheduled to be finished by the end of next year. And that's the Landline Now News. I'm Mary McKenna. Thanks, Mary. OOIDA is urging truckers to call their members of the U.S. House and ask them to co-sponsor H.R. 3282, a bill that would delay the ELD mandate by two years. Contact your members of the House by dialing 202-224-3121. John Osborne and OOIDA's tour truck, the Spirits of the American Trucker, are at the TA Truck Stop in Beto Junction, Kansas. That's located at exit 155 off Interstate 35. Stop in, say hi to John, and join OOIDA at a $10 discount. Next, Terry Scruton and Mary McKenna offer up some roses and raspberries. Mary gets a health care law update from Rick Welsh of Welsh & Associates, and we'll hear about a road fund lockbox in Louisiana from Keith Goble and Mike Matuzik. We'll be back in just a moment with more news and information. Please stay with us. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius smartphone apps. Take control of your insurance requirements with OOIDA. This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA Truck Insurance. Listening to NFL radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. John Christner Trucking offers their teams an unbeatable package. You want to be really successful? JCT is going to help you get there. Why do so many teams thrive at JCT? As a team, our main number one job is to make sure that all deliveries make it on time, regardless of what's happening. It's beneficial to be a team at JCT because they have a lot of time-sensitive freight. 
Hi, this is John Christner. Starting and running your own business isn't easy, but with hard work, you can achieve the independence you desire. I'm proud of the men and women who call JCT home and the service they provide our valued customers. Join us and let the JCT family help you achieve your dream of starting your own business. Thank you. Call John Christner Trucking today at 866-782-5412. That's 866-782-5412. Or visit johnchristner.com. Hey, owner-operators, you can win accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax consulting free from American Truck Business Services. As long as you're driving a truck for official rules and to enter for a chance to win, go to atbs.com slash radio. As the largest tax and accounting firm for owner-operators, ATBS helps eliminate the stress that comes with running a business. For a chance to win free services for the rest of your career, enter at atbs.com slash radio or call 866-920-ATBS. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If you're not incorporated and you're a truck driver, a cafe owner, a construction contractor, a real estate agent, a consultant, or any small business owner, then you are at risk. If someone sues and you're not incorporated, you could lose everything. Your home, your car, even your personal life savings. That's why Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now. 1-800-700-8123. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. So if you're a personal trainer, a travel agent, or run a tech startup or any small business, call now for your free incorporation toolkit. They're giving them away for free at 1-800-700-8123. That's 1-800-700-8123. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Freewheeling on the road, dog. Landline now. Welcome back. Has your senator or congressman made you happy lately? Did the truck stop make you kind of sad? When they do either one, here at Landline, we have a special way of responding. Ew. We call it roses and raspberries. Our own senior correspondent, Terry Scruton, keeps track of such things for Landline magazine and our program. Terry's here now with the good, the bad, and the ugly from recent news. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Roses and Raspberries. I'm Terry Scruton here with Mary McKenna. Mary, how you doing? Are you ready? No. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I just want to throw you off for a second. It doesn't take much these goal. days, believe me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off then with some roses for Dr. Jennifer Baker, a psychologist from Springfield, Missouri, who recently wrote a column for the Springfield News Leader singing the praises of truck drivers. Baker wrote about the sacrifices truckers make in order to support their loved ones back home by being on the road for weeks at a time. She wondered why folks don't recognize this sacrifice the way we do for others, say those in the military, for example, who spend much of their time away from home. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, here's what she wrote, quote, Take dads in the military, for example. They may be deployed for six months to a year. We honor and revere them for their service to our country. We acknowledge the sacrifice they and their families make. I wonder why we don't do the same for truck driver dads. Hmm. I'll throw in moms there uh, as well. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well said. Uh, I, I, and I would add, uh, mili- like I said, I would add military and truck driver moms to that list as well. And Baker suggests that, quote, perhaps the next time we pass an 18-wheeler or they pass us, we can say a word of thanks for what they do and a little prayer for them and their families they have waiting at home. Well, here's a big word of thanks for you, Miss Baker, and for recognizing uh, the work that truckers do. Because not a lot of people do outside of the trucking industry. Even for truckers who make it home like every weekend, they're still gone the whole week. A long time. And so they miss a lot of the stuff that their kids are involved in. And mom is a full-time double parent. You know, it's like, I don't know how they do it. I I, really don't know how they do it. I don't either. It's a tough gig. And and I'm glad somebody outside of the industry is finally recognizing it. No doubt. Let's uh, switch over to raspberries here. Okay. Uh, A new app called Text to Ticket. The first time I heard about this, I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, If you aren't familiar with this app, the idea is to stop people from using their mobile devices while driving. Now, that's a great idea. Worthy cause, right? But the execution leaves a lot to be desired. What you're supposed to do is take a video of the perpetrator and their license plate and then submit that to the app. Okay, so you've got the pictures, you upload those to the app where they will be reviewed within seven to ten days. Now, if the submission is accepted, uh, you get five bucks in your account. I'm not, <laughs> I know, it's like, woo! <laughs> big bucks. And then the whole thing is turned over to ticketing agencies, and so the perpetrator is then ticketed, right? Okay. All right, here's a few more concerns and questions, how they really pull this off. While text-to-ticket insists it will not accept videos shot from the driver's point of view, there's really no good way to enforce that. Yeah, because how would you know? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> there's also safety risks involved in the increased vehicle interaction. So you're slowing down to get a picture of their license plate, or you're speeding up, or that's just crazy. And it, it's kind of like Barney Fife's out there, you know, careening down the highway. <laughs> Save us and rest! This is wrong. Not to mention the possibility of increased road rage incidents. If somebody's snapping my picture out on the highway, oh yeah, I might have to that's stop my car. Make me happy. We might have to talk. <laughs> and let's not even get into the legality of the whole thing, okay? So so uh, you've heard the slogan, there's an app for that. Well, maybe in this case, there shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. This is maybe one app too far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Going back over to some, uh, rose, to some roses here. Uh, these are for Randy Schwarzenberg, the longtime executive director of Trucker Buddy. Randy, if you don't know, recently announced his retirement after nine years in the position. And that may not seem like a tremendous amount of time, but he's actually been involved with Trucker Buddy for 25 years, and he'll continue to be involved on a part-time basis, even in retirement. Now, that's what I call dedication right there. You know they're going to call you all the time, Randy. (laughs) But under his, uh, I don't think Randy will mind, because under his tenure, uh, he's seen the Trucker Buddy program, which, if you don't know, it pairs professional truck drivers with classrooms across the country and kind of a pen pal type thing. Uh, He's seen it continue to grow, and he's helped shepherd the increased involvement of the Boy Scouts and a number of other organizations. And in addition to teaching the kids, the program has also taught teachers and parents the safe way to drive around heavy-duty trucks. It really is a great program. I don't think we can say enough good about it. Uh, and we're glad for Randy's leadership and also glad he'll be sticking around as operations manager for a while longer. I'm glad there's some program that's teaching people how to drive around commercial <laughs> trucks. You would think that would be part of just getting your driver's license. You would think so, but it's it not in be. a lot of cases. Yeah. It absolutely should be. Let's toss out a few more raspberries here to Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, who has proposed, he's proposed an idea to fund massive construction projects in the state using two of our favorite methods, 
tolls and pizza parties. No, tolls and <laughs> privatization. Oh, yeah, we just love those around mm-hmm. here. The project in question would add four lanes to Interstate 270, the Maryland portion of the Capitol Beltway, and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And if you know anything about that area, you know that's pretty heavily traveled. And uh, a lot of truckers are on those roads. Oh, yeah. And those expansions are not going to come cheap. Early estimates put the price tag about ooh, $9 billion. It's pocket change. Yeah, sure. Everybody's <laughs> got that. Opponents of the plan say they may be underselling it a bit. The total price tag probably closer to $30 million. Or excuse me. That's with a B, billion dollars. Billion, billion, wow. Yeah, whatever the cost, it doesn't really matter. Tolling and privatization are not the ways to pay for it. And we've seen public-private partnerships fail in pretty spectacular ways over the years. And we don't need to tell you that who ends up footing the bill when the privatization of private money pulls out. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Yeah, when okay. tolls come into the picture, it's mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, those trucks become rolling piggy banks. <sighs> the good news, yeah, it's like, you know, you want the trucker to spend money in your state? <laughs> the good news is that this plan is far from being a done deal, thank goodness. And even though they are already beginning the process of soliciting for bids, it still has to go through the state legislature. So Maryland truckers, be on your guard and get your phones ready because uh, this fight is about to begin. You're going to need to, uh, you know, be engaged yeah, and talk to, to your Maryland representative. Yep. Uh, <laughs> could be bad news if you don't. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So you've gotten to do all the raspberries so far, and I think it's my turn to do something. Okay, fine. <laughs> you can't have them all. I'll Mary. sit here and drink some water. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> These go out to Senator Cory Booker for his recently introduced bill that would force the U.S. DOT to push through a final rule requiring the testing of sleep apnea for truck drivers and railroad workers. Now, you may remember this rule is one uh, that was backburnered by the FMCSA earlier this year because, quote, there is not enough information available to support moving forward with a rulemaking action. That's a direct quote from and if the FMCSA. The FMCSA doesn't have enough, or they don't think they have enough information, then yeah. they have nothing. They have nothing. <laughs> well, and, and to break it down even further than that, the National Transportation Safety Board reports there have been two, just two, fatality crashes involving heavy-duty trucks in the past 17 years. Two in the past 17 years. I can't emphasize that enough. That uh, list sleep apnea as the problem, uh, probable cause. Again, two crashes in 17 Unbelievable. years. Unbelievable. And yet Senator Booker, along with several other senators who co-sponsored the bill, not to mention their counterparts in the House who have come up with a similar bill of their own, seem to think this is a big enough problem to warrant congressional action. Well, you know, they did this after those two big... Uh, rail accidents yeah. that may or may not have had anything to do with sleep apnea, but it makes them look like they're doing something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're involved. I don't know. With all, with all due respect, don't you people have anything better to do? I mean, <laughs> unless you have access to some secret data that we are unaware of, there is no evidence to support this legislation. There just isn't. None. And I'm pretty sure the country has bigger fish to fry right now. This bill should be Put to sleep once and for all. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Sorry, I had to say it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just somebody had to. I know we've just wrapped up this year's world's largest truck convoy for Special Olympics, and roses to everyone who organized and participated in that for a job well done. And uh, we also, though, uh, have some well-deserved roses for a group of truckers who organized a convoy for a different but equally worthy cause. This is a really cool story. WSAW uh, initiated the. Report. It all started with a 19-year-old by the name of Dylan Rochite, a young man.
man from Marshfield, Wisconsin, who has neurofibromatosis. It's a disease that has caused two tumors to form in his brain and also along his spinal column. He's got tumors in that oh, wow. area as well. And it makes it difficult for him to walk, uh, you know, just he can't really do much of anything, but yeah. he's always had this dream of being a truck driver. Oh, wow. Always. And truck driver Robert Gansky, who is son of OIDA member Conrad Gansky, heard about Dylan, and he decided to do something about it. In fact, he'd heard that Dylan just wanted them to send him pictures, send me pictures of trucks. Wow. Well, he did a whole lot more than that. He didn't send He brought 70 trucks to Dylan in a surprise convoy in Marshfield. Needless to say, Dylan and his family, more than just a little touched by the gesture, and Robert isn't stopping there. He's planning on making this convoy a year tradition for other kids with life-threatening conditions so what a great bunch of drivers That's just really cool and roses for you guys that is just really cool you know i mean it, when you hear i mean they didn't even know this kid and, and they decided let's do this and, and all he wanted was pictures he wanted and pictures. here come the actual trucks and not only a convoy <laughs> but they set up a big barbecue pit and they made it a day it was kind of like a dylan festival <laughs> yeah it's awesome you know and and with so much bad news in the news today it's always good to hear a little happiness every now and then and since we're in such a rosy mood here let's hand out some more and these go to apple maker of smartphones computers and all other kinds of gadgets for a, a pretty cool new feature that they included in their latest operating system this feature, uh, when activated, it can automatically detect when a vehicle is in motion, and it'll send out automated replies to text that come in while the vehicle is on the road, yeah. basically to stop people from texting while driving. Now, to be fair, for Android, uh, there doesn't seem to be a built-in feature, but there are several apps in the Play Store that kind of allow you to do the same thing. But mm -hmm. that having been said, Apple does deserve a shout-out for integrating the feature into its operating system so you don't have to add an extra app. Uh, and that having also been said, <laughs> the fact that we need such a feature in the first place says to me that maybe we need to seriously kind of rethink our relationship with our phones. I mean, I, to me, this is like a no-brainer. You should not be, and I see it all the time when I'm driving to and from work on I-70 out here, people just staring at the, you can't see it, but I'm holding up my hand like I'm staring at my phone right now. People <laughs> staring at their phones script. <laughs> as, they're, as they're driving down the road, and I'm like, what? Put it down. They're not looking at the road. They're not paying attention. Uh, yeah, it just amazes me. Texting, wrong. Now, <laughs> words with friends? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just, well, that's a whole different story. That's I mean, a that whole I can different story, <laughs> sure. Uh, just leave your phone. You know, some people have locked their phones in their trunk. I know friends, wow. because they are so tempted to answer the phone, that they lock the, wow. the phone in the trunk. Well, hey, whatever you have to do, I guess. <sighs> well, now you just push a button and opt in, right? There you go. We end with one more batch of roses, and these are for Love's Travel Stops, which this year raised more than $2.76 million for Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Every year in late August and early September, Love's locations sell mir miracle balloons for donations, and the employees there, they also uh, they have events like a 5K run, bowling, fishing tournaments, and cookouts to help with the event. How cool is and, that? Yeah. Yeah, makes it especially impressive this year. According to Vice President of Communications, Jenny Love Meyer, several of the chain's locations in Texas and Florida had to shut down because, well, hurricanes, Harvey and Irma, we all know about that. And yet, she says, other locations stepped up and filled in the void. Is that amazing? They made that up the difference. Cool. That's very cool. Paid off. They easily surpassed their goal of raising $2.6 million, set a new company record for the campaign. 
Uh, it's a miracle network, and a miracle happened. It's pretty darn impressive. <laughs> it is definitely that, and especially when you consider, as you said, we had these these you know ginormous hurricane storms and everything that knocked out. I don't know how many Love's locations were shut down because of that, but but when you're working uh, not at full capacity and you still manage to surpass your goal. Anyway, I mean that that's impressive. That says something to me about about the organization and about the employees there. It's called stepping up and 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 I see that all over the place within the trucking industry where real people are involved. You didn't see my quotation marks, <laughs> my air quotes, but real people. Sometimes this would be so much easier if we had video, but <laughs> no, we'll explain no, it no, to no, you. No, no, no video. <laughs> what we're doing here in the studio so you'll never be left out. <laughs> That's a scary thought. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I think that's going to do it for this edition of Roses and Raspberries. For Landline Now, I'm Terry Scruton. And I'm not on video. (laughs) I'm Mary McKenna. (laughs) And you're listening to The Road Dog on Sirius XM Satellite Radio and the Sirius XM app. I keep hearing this thing called yoga is the way to achieve inner peace. But I get my inner peace from PrePass. It's the most reliable way station bypass and e-tolling platform in North America. And right now, you can free yourself with one free month of service. No yoga pants required. Call 888-559-PASS. Use the promo code ROADDOG or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG to start your risk-free trial. 888-559-7277 or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG. Namaste. Is that how you say it? Truck drivers. Martin drivers average $1,200 a week, including $20 per hour for detention, trailer maintenance, and inclement weather pay. Since Martin's pay plan is built around e-logs, Martin knows how valuable your time is and has spent the past five years building an industry-leading pay plan to keep drivers earning even when the wheels aren't rolling. Make the move to Martin today. Call 888-239-5746 to apply or visit driveformartin.com. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out because your timeshare isn't a fun escape. It's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. I'm Todd Gordon, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Shower storms extend from the Great Lakes through the Ohio Valley over to the Mid-Atlantic states and New England, so watch out. East-West interstates looking at showers and storms from Massachusetts to New York State all the way down through Pennsylvania and Ohio. Same type of thing for I-80. Does extend from New Jersey through Pennsylvania and Ohio. I-84, those shower storms are out there. Same type of thing for I-86 and I-88 through the New England states. I-78 and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania. We have the scattered showers and storm threat there. I-70 from Maryland to Pennsylvania and Ohio. Scattered showers and storms. 
Farther down to the south, I-64, stray shower storm cannot be ruled out in parts of Virginia and West Virginia. A little more widespread to work your way into parts of Kentucky. Farther out west, I-90, some snow showers from western Montana into Idaho and Washington State. Same thing for I-84 from Utah into Idaho as well as Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers twice down the road. Dog Series 146 down the Series of Matt Smartphones. Landline now. Welcome back. The Trump administration informed a federal appeals court that federal dollars would no longer be available to insurers to help lower-income Americans afford insurance under the Affordable Care Act. Landline Now's Mary McKenna talks with OOIDA healthcare and insurance consultant Rick Welsh of Welsh & Associates about the ramifications overall and what truck drivers should do about their insurance coverage in 2018. The recent moves that have come from the Trump administration have already ignited warnings of a loss of coverage for many working-class Americans, and it is also sparking a legal and political fight with the Democrats, promising court battles to restore the funding. Rick Welsh with Welsh & Associates and a health care and insurance consultant with OOIDA says this is the fifth year for open enrollment season for individuals to buy coverage, and that fact hasn't changed. That's correct. Uh, everyone needs to to uh, be aware of that. Now the dates are November 1 through December 15th. And that, what we're being told is going to be a drop-dead date. They're not going to keep extending it like they have in three years. So you need to get on it and get it done before the end of the year. The original legislation said that it was going to be through the um, exact time that Medicare enrollment is. Now, they have never gone back to what the legislation says because all the insurance companies have pounded their fists and say they're not ready and they need more time. And Because of the disruption in the market of what Obamacare has created, insurance companies aren't ready to do it during the Medicare open enrollment. But that was the original intent of the law, so to have about a six-week open enrollment. Well, it's been around for a while, so everybody supposedly knows what they're doing. Now, there are fewer choices? Dramatically fewer choices in most places because fewer insurance companies in any particular market. Uh, Most There's an awful lot of markets out there now that are just down to one carrier, one choice of an insurance company. Because, you know, a lot of the big carriers, you see it on the news, the, you know, whether it be Humana or Cigna or Aetna or dropping out of a lot of different markets. They don't like it. Here in our market, where I live, Blue Cross Blue Shield, the biggest carrier in our market, got out of the individual market. Rates are going up? Rates are going up double digits. Um, I'm hearing everywhere in different markets from 18% all the way up as high as 80%. But, yeah, you're going to see significant double-digit rate increases. Payments from the federal government expected to be around $7 billion this year will not, as it stands now, be available to help offset deductibles and other out-of-pocket expenses. Welsh advises that you approach it from a whole different angle. Well, here's the bottom line is all the disruption and all this turmoil you hear about, read about, is all in the individual market. And these carriers that are getting out of that market When they say they're getting out of that market, they're getting out of the individual market. There is still a group market, employer-based plans. All those carriers are still in the health insurance business. They're just not writing individual plans. 
Now, all those carriers at the same time have lowered their thresholds, what we see in most markets. They've lowered their thresholds on what they consider a group. So what I would recommend, particularly for truckers, I think it's fantastic opportunities to see if you can get a group policy. Most carriers are getting down to where they'll write a group of two. Now, some may have a rule that 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 second person can't be a spouse. You have to have one other person. But some even allow, many of them even allow the spouse to be the second employee. So if you have an independent trucker that has his own business, yeah, you have your own business. You are a you are a company. You are a group. So ask the carriers, call them up, and say, you know, I've shopped and I've looked around the individual market, and it's killing me. Is there any way I can do a group plan? Uh, when you get in the group market, there are more plans. There are vastly more plans. You'll have all kinds of choices, um, and it'll be different pricing. It's the individual market they do not like. All the regulations that go along with it the risk pool that is in that individual market is a really bad risk pool. It's a dirty pool. So if you get in the group world, you get in that employer pool, it's a cleaner pool, and there's more choices. And you'll see, you know, in the individual market, most plans, your only choice is a $6,350 deductible. In the group market, you you can have all kinds of different choices, a a $1,000 deductible, a $3,000 deductible. And there'll be, you know, better pricing because it's a better pool. It's still the law of the land as far as uh, it's a mandate. You have to have health insurance or you'll be fined, correct? 2018, you have to have this or you will have a tax penalty. It will cost you thousands of dollars. What kind of tax penalty are we talking, Rick? A minimum for an individual would be, you know, two thousand uh, dollars, and depending, and it's based upon how much money you make. It's, it's a one point two five percent penalty on whatever you make, gross income. So it's going to cost you thousands of dollars. You might as well buy the insurance. Uh, now, Oida does sell a MEC plan, which is called Minimum Essential Coverage (MEC) MEC plan. Um, that is just preventive care and those, the very, very basics that the law says you have to have. It's called a skinny plan, and it does get you out of the penalty, and it, it is dramatically cheaper. You have to talk to the OIDA Medical Benefits Department, and they can show you what that's all about. Would you be able to pair that with something else, and is that advisable? Yes, you can, and OIDA will... You know, they do have what people do if they buy a MEC plan, it gets them out of the penalty, and you can buy what's called a limited pay medical plan that covers things like your basic services, doctor's office visits, if you go to the emergency room, if you have some sort of outpatient procedure or have an MRI. It covers things like that, but it does not, it's not intended to replace major medical. If you have something major happen, it's not going to be great coverage for that. But it covers the everyday thing, so that's what that's what some people have decided to do. Is I'm not going to pay a thousand dollars a month for an individual policy. I can't afford that. But you can buy a MEC plan for in the sixty dollar range, and for maybe a couple hundred dollars, you can buy a basic policy that covers your doctor's office visits, prescriptions. If you had to go to the emergency room or have an outpatient surgery, it provides adequate coverage for that. 
If you were taken to the emergency room and, you know, they ask if you have insurance and if you had this plan, you would have insurance for an emergency room visit. But then they decided to keep you, but you wouldn't have insurance to be admitted. Is that right? Well, the one thing that, that it would cover is, number one, when, when somebody doesn't have any insurance, one of the biggest drawbacks of it, one of the things that, you know, most people scratch their head, they don't, they don't understand why this is, but you don't get the discounts. If you, at least you would have with this, you would have a network discount. Everybody knows if you go to the, the hospital and you have a procedure done, the gross bill would be $30,000. But after Blue Cross or Cigna or whoever the, the provider is, the uh, PPO, Preferred Provider Organization, whoever they are, they, they knock it down to $8,000. Well, they, the gross bill's 30, but the insurance knocks it down to $8,000. Everybody is pretty well aware that's what goes on. If you don't have insurance, you, you pay the 30. At least when you have, even if you have the limited pay, you are, paying part of, part of your premium is the cost to join that network. So you are part of that network. So you don't have to pay the 30. At least you get the network discounts. And that's worth a lot. That's actually part of the cost of having any of this insurance is you're, you're part of the club. So you can at least get the discounts. Okay. If I have health insurance currently through ACA. Is that just an automatic renewal? Do I have to do anything? And would you recommend that people shop around even if they currently have insurance? Well, certainly, yeah. You, you need to look around. But yes, it would be an automatic renewal. In December, the bill you get for January 1, you're going to see a big increase. So if you don't do anything, they'll automatically just renew you. But you need the window shop. You need to look around. The window shopping, though, isn't probably won't be available. It'll either be on November one, which most of them will be. A few carriers, maybe a week early, they might put their rates out there and plan designs for window shopping the week before that. But it'll be you know November one. Most markets that will be the time you can start window shopping. Blue Cross and Blue Shield and America's Health Insurance Plan in a joint statement said there would be some real consequences to ending the payments, calling the subsidies critical. The American Medical Association released a statement that is, quote, deeply discouraged by the administration's decision to end the cost-sharing reduction payments and is urging Congress to accelerate efforts to reinstate these payments before further damage is done, saying halting the payments so close to the ACA enrollment period creates more uncertainty, further undermining the law and threatening access to meaningful health care coverage for millions of Americans. The cost-sharing subsidies have long been the issue of political and legal battles between Republicans in Congress and the Obama administration. In fact, House Republicans sued the HHS agency over payments during Obama's second term. A federal court agreed they were illegal and the case is still pending before a D.C. Circuit Court. Bottom line, the Affordable Care Act is, as of today, still intact, and Welsh says the insurance industry will sort it all out over the next few weeks. Give the insurance industry some time. I mean, some of this is going back to the way we used to do some things. I don't anticipate it would be um, a huge amount of time. I would anticipate by early part of 2018 
we may start seeing some options. Uh, the selling across state lines, the pooling together, um, how are they going to try to pool together small employers? That's what they're a big opportunity could be, and then developing some skinnier plan. If we can, if we don't have to offer, um, I don't anticipate it would go so far as maternity, but it could. But it might be certain, you know, you only have to offer generic drugs instead of every drug that's available. It could be a, a, a lot of different things, and they should be able to price that fairly easily. I think selling across state lines is something that's, that's really um, unique in that, Certain states have less onerous state mandates. In addition to all these federal mandates, there are state mandates that insurance companies have to abide by. In the state of California, there's many more restrictions on a policy that is uh, that is sold there. But in the state of you know Alabama, it could be a lot cheaper to have a policy there. Someone from California, under the new executive order, as we under, as I would guess, what we've heard verbally, someone from California could buy that state in Alabama uh, because they choose to. You know, I don't need some of these, some of these, you know, uh, restrictions that are put on California policies. I'm perfectly happy with a policy that's being sold in Alabama, and it's $100 a month cheaper. That fits my needs. They're going to be free to buy that. But someone still needs to get coverage you know, in place for January 1, and what you had to choose from today is what you're still going to have to choose from for January 1. So get it, get that done now. Opinion over the Affordable Care Act and the decision to remove federal subsidy payments varies greatly depending on your political affiliation. Polling evidence shows 82% of Democrats and 62% of independents support the subsidies, while 55% of Republicans say they should be stopped. But the Republican number changes greatly, 66% in favor of the subsidies if they were part of a bipartisan bill giving states more say on which types of health care plans are available. For Landline Now, I'm Mary McKenna. Thanks, Mary. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Sirius XM's Entertainment Weekly Radio presents a special town hall with the cast of the hit series. Okay. Stranger Things. The only thing we know is that we don't know nothing. We're just excited to see what happens with our characters. It pulls you in. It's just knee-deep in nostalgia. You should go now. It's almost here. Join the kids from Season 2 of Stranger Things throughout the weekend on Sirius XM's Entertainment Weekly Radio, Channel 105. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction 
fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-900-8313. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-900-8313. Again, that's 1-800-900-8313. At Celadon, our drivers come first. That means we know what professional drivers want. We have targeted 15 of our largest locations to increase pay. Top drivers average over $1,200 a week. We are also expanding our customer freight network to help keep you moving and earning. Join Celadon today and be part of a team built to succeed. Call 844-836-9645 or visit driveceladon.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-C-E-L-A-D-O-N.com. Drive safe. There you are, running down the highway, and your truck insurance is the last thing on your mind. Then, some idiot cuts you off. Whoa! Now you're thinking truck insurance. Do you have the protection that's right for you? OIDA can make sure. They're the truck insurance specialists. Owner-operators like you have trusted OOIDA for the right coverage for nearly 40 years. Call 1-800-444-5791 or visit OOIDATruckInsurance.com. OOIDA. Nobody knows trucking better. Landline now. Welcome back and welcome to this week's state legislative update. I'm joined as always by Mike Matuzik, who's the director of government affairs here at OIDA and the state legislative editor of Landline magazine, Keith Goebel. And of course, I'm Mark Reddick filling in for Terry Scruton, and I'm not going to say where he is or what he's doing. But hey, that's me. Um, guys, thanks for joining me here. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Um, we got some interesting stuff here. Um, earlier this week, we talked about lockboxes. Keith, and it looks like yet another state is proposing or going into putting their transportation funds in some sort of imaginary safe, which cannot be entered except by highway construction people. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not laughing yet, but I'm working on it. Talk a little bit about what they're proposing to do there in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana effectively becoming the latest state to uh, go the route of trying to make sure that transportation uh, revenue is being used or being applied for uh, its stated purpose. Um you know, this specifically was a uh, a statewide election here recently. You know, the fall 2017 elections uh, not being limited to November. Uh, Louisiana having a vote in October, where they uh, voters by about a 54 percent margin uh, approved Constitutional Amendment Three, and that amendment uh, now. Uh, going to be law is just simply to protect uh, new transportation funds that are raised in the state and worth uh, pointing out here that this covers 
not existing revenues that are coming into the state for transportation purposes. This covers any new uh, fuel tax revenue that comes up uh, you know, starting this fall, uh, that it would be put into a special fund uh, in the Transportation Trust Fund there in the state so that it would be used for purposes uh, that are related to transportation and infrastructure. It could not be used for such purposes as, say, the uh, the Department of Transportation and, and Development there in Louisiana. They want to use it for departmental operation costs, so that sort of thing. They they couldn't do that. Uh, but, yes, this is going forward an effort in Louisiana to protect any additional revenue that comes via a fuel tax rate increase. So pavement, no couches. Um, yes. You know, it, it, it struck me, you said new fuel tax revenue. Are we talking future fuel tax increases or just the regular fuel tax that comes in in the future uh, any increases so you know louisiana since what late late 80s they've had a 20 cent per gallon fuel tax rate uh, there have been efforts there at the state house most recently is this year uh, where lawmakers are trying to raise additional revenue for transportation uh, and to the tune of they, they've identified about 23 billion dollars in needs that they do have uh, over the course of the next many years. Uh, but the concern has been, okay, so we probably have a fuel tax rate that's, you know, 20 cents per gallon, uh, comparison to other states around the country, it's, it's, it's low. Uh, so this past year, they had at least a half a dozen bills, uh, from lawmakers to raise the, the fuel tax rate. I think the lowest, uh, increase was at about seven cents. I think the highest might have been as much as like 20 cents per gallon. Uh, so, those didn't go anywhere, but the idea or, or the the reason given is, you know, there's no assurance that this new revenue that would be coming in if you almost double the fuel tax rate uh, or, or some, something close to that, there was no guarantee that the money would be applied for, again, what its intended purpose is. So those lawmakers who were opposed to a fuel tax rate increase, they had indicated that, you know, if you if we go in and we and voters decide that they want to protect uh, the transportation funding, only then I, would they potentially be willing to uh, raise the state's fuel tax rate. So this really is the first step. It's something that I think in 2018, uh, Louisiana lawmakers are going to give a very serious consideration to raising the fuel tax rates. Well, Louisiana is one of the few states, if not only state, I think, that uses state fuel tax and gas tax money uh, to uh, fund law enforcement activities, I believe. Uh, so that there may are be, some others, I think. There, there may yeah. be some others, but I know Louisiana, I think a sizable chunk of, of their fuel tax revenue is used to support law enforcement activities, uh, which may be why they drafted this the way they have, is to mm-hmm. uh, allow that to continue to go on for whatever reason. Mike, there's something that comes up in my mind every time we hear one of these things. They're talking about we won't increase it until we're guaranteed it won't divert, but it doesn't divert unless the very same lawmakers vote to divert it. I mean, they're the ones doing this. Could they not just not do that? Yeah, well, <laughs> theoretically, yes, right? Uh, but, yeah, diversion, as we talked about earlier in the week, is a problem uh, in, in so many states. Um, so it's unfortunate that they do that, but... Uh, at least, look, it, it seems like the state is taking a step in the right direction. Does it go far enough? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's why uh, 46% of the people didn't vote for it. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe they thought it went too far or didn't go far enough. Who, who really knows? But uh, I, I feel like a lot of these votes, usually there's more of a, a, a bigger margin of people that are voting, I think, to protect 
funds like this. So I was a little surprised to hear that number. Yeah, we've definitely seen a trend here in recent years with voters uh, deciding really overwhelmingly to to back uh, protections, a constitutional protection for transportation funding. Uh, I think New Jersey and Louisiana are the two exceptions where the margin was very close. Uh, you know, in Louisiana, one of the points that was made uh, in addition to um, uh, the fact that you, on occasion you'll have those who are in opposition to raising uh, tax rates or that sort of thing. They say, you know what, I mean, this would be better served if the DOT just used, used the money better. If they didn't waste money, then the problems would be solved. And then, then there were the others who, who had pointed out that, uh, you know, there are still ways to get around this in Louisiana, even if this constitutional amendment is approved, I mean, which it was. And their point was that, Funds could be diverted during the budget process, uh, so it wouldn't have to go into the transportation account. I mean, money could be taken out before it got to transportation, uh, and that still holds. That still holds true. I mean, that could happen in Louisiana with this. Of course, that's not the spirit of it, but that could happen. It's <laughs> a lot of buts in this one. Yeah. I do want to get to this other topic, guys. Uh, this is an express tolling project on I-405 near Seattle. And a group of state lawmakers is basically saying that this thing is a failure. Um, and certainly we know how truckers feel about toll anything. But, but Keith, why are they saying it's a failure? What do they think is has made this thing basically a useless piece of you-know-what? Well, I mean, this was set up uh, This was set up back in 2015. It was part of a two-year pilot project. Uh, the way it was set up, it said that two things have to happen for this to, uh, to, be, to be continued, to be, to be a success so they could continue on with it beyond two years. One was that it had to make money. Uh, and the second part of it is, is that it had to uh, maintain an average speed uh, 45 miles per hour is the average speed that they put in there, but it had to maintain that speed for 90% of the time. Well, two years later, they've they've found that, you know, at the lanes, they do make money. You know, they're profitable. They make quite a bit of money, and the state's happy with that. But the average speed requirement has not been met. It's come up a little bit short. It's about 82% of the time where speeds uh, during congested periods are, are at least 45 miles per hour. So with that, with those two requirements being put in there that if, if they weren't both met, uh, then you had to discontinue the program. That's where we're at. Uh, but uh, the Wisconsin, uh, excuse me, the Washington State Department of Transportation has said, you know, we're not entirely sure that the in, the spirit of this was that both conditions had to be met. So they have asked for the uh, Washington State Attorney General's office to offer their uh, that office's opinion on exactly maybe where they're at on this issue. Well, in, uh, in the authorizing language, it could very well be something as simple as using an and or an or mm. uh, in some place to see if both of those have to be met or just one of them. Uh, what I find interesting is uh, on this tolling issue, you know, the, the two uh, state lawmakers, I think both Republicans, uh, this is so, uh, in one state, Republicans hate tolls, and the next state, Republicans love tolls. And same thing, it's just not a... There's no uh, uh, partisan um, consistency. There's no consistency whatsoever yeah. across the country. It, uh, it, it's really this is one of the really bizarre issues to follow and see how uh, states are looking at tolls uh, and, and the party. It just it's all over the map with party affiliation, which is is just really odd to me. Okay, well, guys, we've run out of time, but thank you very much for the information. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you. I've been talking with Keith Gobel and Mike Matuzik. This is State Legislative Update. Thanks for joining our program today. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius smartphone apps.
This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA's Medical Benefits Group. This is Sirius XM Radio. You're listening to Sirius XM Radio. The Truckers for Troops Radiothon is coming to Landline Now. It showcases the best of truckers. Thanks to truckers, almost a half a million dollars have been donated to send care packages overseas to our troops and supply facilities that care and help hundreds of our veterans. Someone is always a veteran. Today, in the future, they bought for us, and we should treat them with respect. Support our troops with OOIDA in Landline Now. November 13th through the 16th, 7 p.m. East, Sirius XM, Road Dog Trucking Radio. The road to success is waiting for you at Landstar, the leading company for owner-operators for more than 20 years. At Landstar, it's always your truck and your choice of the loads you want to haul, and the decisions on where to haul the load is up to you. More importantly, Landstar lets freight find you with automatic load alerts you can get through your phone or email. When you join the Landstar family, you're more than just a number. You're a Landstar business capacity owner, and you can count on their unparalleled support thanks to their team of field representatives ready to assist you in keeping your business growing let's not forget the benefits including percentage pay fuel and tire discounts appreciation days and the annual landstar truck giveaway just to name a few enjoy the freedom to run your business your way keep moving forward on the road to success with landstar visit them online at least to landstar.com least to landstar.com Hey, owner-operators, you could win accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax consulting free from American Truck Business Services. As long as you're driving a truck for official rules and to enter for a chance to win, go to atbs.com slash radio. As the largest tax and accounting firm for owner-operators, ATBS helps eliminate the stress that comes with running a business. For a chance to win free services for the rest of your career, enter at atbs.com slash radio or call 866-920-ATBS. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Sunday, the Eagles made history once again as they performed at Nashville Story Grand Ole Opry House. Yeah, man, it may have been the best show I've ever seen in my life. Love the Eagles. You didn't want to leave. It was solid listening to the Eagles. They're just an awesome band. Hear the intimate subscriber Eagles concert captured live. Plus, Eagles hits, rarities, influences, and more on the band's very own channel, Hotel California. A limited edition Eagles channel coming later this November to Sirius XM. I'm Todd Bork, Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have periods of snow showers along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon and far northern California. Same type of thing along I-15 from Montana and the parts of Idaho and Utah. I-55 and I-57, a straight shower thunderstorm cannot be ruled out in parts of Illinois. Same thing for I-69 and I-65 in Indiana. I-75, a scattered shower storm from far southeast Michigan to parts of Ohio and Kentucky. Same thing for I-77, scattered showers and storms in Ohio, pushing into parts of West Virginia. I-79, scattered shower storm in Pennsylvania. I-81 and I-87, some scattered shower storms in New York State, also extending down I-81 in parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland into Virginia. I-95, we have some scattered showers and storms that threads out there from Maine all the way down through the Mid-Atlantic states. I-91, 993. Scattered shower storm cannot be ruled out through New England. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers twice down the road. Dog Series 7146. And on the Series, smartphones.
For all things trucking, it's Sirius XS Road Dog Live. Do be advised. We're talking about emissions, stock prices, the power of the government. going to be some great conversation because all the producers are hanging out with me drinking margaritas. And now, for your host, I haven't prepared anything to talk about, J.C. Phillips. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome into Road Dog Live. I am Casey Phillips hanging out with you on the road. Hey, it's a great day to be coming to you live from the SiriusXM studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Slightly overcast today in Middle Tennessee. We got low 70s. That's a little cloudy today. Uh, from my window, I can see I-65. It looks pretty clear. Actually, no, that's I-40-24. If you're on the 4024, looking pretty good getting past Trinity Lane through Nashville. I can't talk about 4065 or 6524. The roadway nomenclature in Nashville is crazy. And uh, if that's a little indication, just uh, make sure you steer clear of old Crashville. About this time of day, it starts getting a little dicey out there. Anyway, I digress. Today on the show, I guess you would call this the after party. As you heard, Road Dog Trucking News report from Mark Willis talking about ELDs. Well, I guess I guess we're going to whip that horse and send it another lap around the track. We're going to hammer down and take that truck around for another run. Today on the show, we are talking about ELDs. It's going to be you and me talking about what ELDs are going to mean for you. And I want your feedback. Get in on the program. 888-876-2336 is the number to dial. And we got Mr. Charles Roberts III. He's hanging out with us in D.C. And one of the newest SiriusXM employees, Nashville's own Mr. Griffin, hanging out with you guys. They'll be putting you uh, on the on the air with us, taking your calls while we wait to get you on the air. So give us a buzz if you want in. And uh, we're going to have some chatter today about ELDs, electronic logging devices. The number again, 888-876-2336-8888, Road Dog. The promo for your Thursday today reads, in just six weeks, hey, T-minus six weeks, ELD compliance will be required to run big trucks. Now, the rule is in place, and we've been talking about this for, what, four years now, longer. The uh, equipment may have been purchased, but there's a question about the level of enforcement that's going to be in place on December 18th when the deadline hits. So on the show, we're going to talk about that. Some of the ins and outs of the ELD rule, the compliance issue, the issue of enforcement and the preparedness of those monitoring the usage of the new technology. Also, uh, we're going to get into a lot of different uh, parts of this conversation today. As you heard uh, on Mark's show, there is an issue of compliance. Not compliance on your side of it, but compliance from the standpoint of the manufacturers of the electronic logging devices. So we're going to get into that a little bit today. Uh, I'm going to share with you a statement about what the new head of the FMCSA thinks on ELDs. Uh, very interesting that he does know that there is going to be a burden placed on the hardworking men and women of the trucking industry. And that really uh, gets me thinking, hey, could there be some changes coming down the pipeline on this thing? I'm not sure. But uh, I'll read from you uh, for you. Fleet Owner uh, has a great article on uh, what the new FMCSA administrator thinks about the ELDs and what type of burden it's going to lay on the hardworking men and women in the industry. So very good stuff there. Uh, we're going to get into the approved ELD list as it exists today, and this is going to come from the FMCSA itself. And when it comes down to it, if you are going to be spending money to make sure you're, you're compliant, then that's a big if. It could very well be that you are going to hang up the keys. I've heard a lot of folks talking about hanging up the keys because of this thing. If that's the case, I guess you don't have to worry about it too much. 
But uh, if you do decide that you're going to stick it out and you're going to see how this whole deal goes down come December 18th, then you might be looking for some solutions as far as how you can make sure you're in compliance with the ELD certifi- the certified uh, list of providers. So um, we're going to share with you the approved ELD list as it exists today. Also, there is a list of revoked ELDs on FMCSA's website. So you need to know about those as well. Because, let's face it, if there is a manufacturer of ELDs and they've, say, manufactured 10,000 of these ELDs and all of a sudden it comes up that they are not certified, well, you might just be able to get one on sale for a couple of weeks because they want to liquidate those assets. I don't know about the business ethics behind that. Obviously, there would be none, but it is a situation where you might be throwing your money down the turlet, and we don't need that. So we're going to talk about the revoked ELDs today on the show as well. The idea of self-certification, and that was the last topic that Mark and his guests were talking about, is really troubling for me personally. I, I don't agree with the methodology from the FMCSA and the Department of Transportation on not allowing... The, the process to work in, I would say, uh, the most effective manner, which would be a manufacturer brings their prototype product to the, uh, the FMCSA. The FMCSA has somebody who knows a little something about how these things are supposed to work, and they go through and they test the device and say, okay, given all the different scenarios that the ELD will be required to monitor the record of duty status and the hours of service, I dub thee an approved product. No, they have a self-certification product uh, process, and it's going to be a situation where you might buy a device that is not going to be self-certified after the December 18th deadline. I don't know what school of business these folks went to, but that just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense that a rule that is being put into place ain't ready for prime time. And that's exactly what we have going on with it. So I'm not contesting that the ELD might not present a safer environment on the roadways. I'm not doubting that one bit. Well, I might doubt it, but I'm not saying it. What I am saying is that if we are going to have a mandate, and this is going to be the law of the land for the trucking industry, then how about we make sure that we are ready for the law to be in force and the compliance date goes off without a hitch it's just another situation where it's not ready so we're going to talk about some of these items on the show today if you want in again 888-876-2336 is the number uh the commercial vehicle safety alliance that's the instructional organization who trains a lot of our enforcement officials uh i do have their official announcement on how the compliance date is going to happen so we're going to share that with you today. And this comes right off their website. It's nothing uh, breaking news. It's uh, been out there for a while now. But for a lot of you who may not have heard what the real story is going to be with compliance and out-of-service criteria for the ELDs, it's good information to share. And uh, so I'll talk about that. We also uh, have a lot of feedback on this thing from Facebook. So uh, I do have conflicting reports from some of the Road Dog Nation themselves. There are two sides to every story, right? And and ELDs is no exception. There are folks out there who really think that ELDs is not a big deal. And others, on the other hand, think that it is a very big deal. So we're going to talk. I'll share with you two specific stories that have just come in this past week once I started talking about this being the topic of the day today from the Road Dog Nation. 
Very good stuff. I'll have a, um, a message from Michelle Jordan, who is an owner-operator, and also from Robert Henry. Uh, both of them have concerns about ELDs, and we'll, uh, we'll share those comments with you on the show. Most importantly, I, I think that this is uh, a, a very good time to talk about hours of service reform. Whenever we talk about ELDs, whenever we talk about the fact that there will not be uh, too much in the way of falsification of logs, that it's a perfect time to address our lawmakers and ask them, okay, you have now got control over people not cheating the rules. How about we have some common sense rules? And um, I always try to look for silver linings. I, I, I don't know about you, but we, we have a dark cloud of regulation that pretty much follows the trucking industry around. Would you agree with that? I, I would say that, yes, I, I could uh, call it a Brutus thorn apple type of environment. You always got the born loser cloud following you around, if you remember Brutus. ELD compliance is like that dark cloud. And I do want to talk about the fact that there is some hope. There is some hope out there. We've talked about it many times. Flexibility in the hours of service. And that is the elusive silver lining that we have on the ELD conversation. So I'm going to talk with you about some of the good news after a little bit. And it does have to do with split sleeper birth. I know that you probably heard about it, but I'll share with you detail on that. Um, OOIDA has uh, sent a message. They, they do uh, send me emails. They send a lot of folks emails if you sign up for their email alerts. And um, I got an email just the other day. Growing exemption requests highlights problems with the ELD mandates. Lots of tricks and no treats. So I'm going to read that for you as well. I don't know if you uh, get these yourself, but a lot of good information about the goings-on from um, the industry on the regulatory side of things from OOIDA. So I'm very grateful to get those emails and for the work that they're doing as well. So uh, that's the lineup for today. we got a, a lot to get into. Most importantly, as always, your comments, your suggestions, your, your rants and raves, for that matter. You're cussing. You're discussing. It's all about what you think about the ELD compliance. I know that it's something that I could go off on many tangents, but I want to know what's most important for you. Are you going to be ready? And if you do have concerns about your preparedness and your purchases that you're going to be having to make, that's why we talk about it. There are a lot of people with a lot of experience. There are a lot of people who are already on ELDs who will offer their experience with the different products out there, with the um, ins and outs of how to use these things. And so uh, we're going to have that open conversation and that dialogue today on Road Dog Live. Get in and be part of it, would you? 888-876-2336 is the number to do it. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick time out, but when we come back, i got some phone calls lining up for it. E. L to the D. We're talking about all the ins and outs of us today. I'm Casey Phillips, Road Dog Live, Sirius XM 146. My man, Charles Roberts and Griffin, hanging out in D.C., and we'll be back. Ricky Gervais is deadly serious. That's the name of the show. Is now on Sirius XM. It's me, Ricky Gervais, talking to my mates and scientists and rock stars. Ricky Gervais is deadly serious. New episodes Tuesdays at 11 a.m. East. Ricky Gervais is deadly serious. It's the closest thing to magic. We talk about why we're here, where do we come from. There'll be jokes, irreverent discussions. On Sirius XM Comedy Greats 94 with replays on Raw Dog Comedy 99. You know what inspires me? Passion. I like when people have passion. And I like that Zipa has passion because Zipa is constantly innovating. They have a perfect product. I mean, it's amazing. 
But you know what Zipa says? They say, I don't care. I want to go further. I want to innovate. So what did they do? They came out with the first ever glow-in-the-dark Zipa. It's the only glow-in-the-dark mouthpiece that does this kind of thing and stops snoring. Let me tell you something. If you're going to stop your snoring and you want to go ahead, you're going to get a Zipa. Listen, you put something in your mouth, you got to do it in style, all right? You sleep in style. You get a Zipa, you put it in your mouth, it glows in the dark. I'm telling you, I saw this thing. It's fantastic. I got one myself. It is really, really cool. If you're going to sleep, sleep in style. Go to Zipa.com at Z-Y-P-P-A-H.com. Boom, bang, boom. That's what I'm talking about. You got to check out this glow-in-the-dark Zipa at Z-Y-P-P-A-H.com. Get a Zipa today and stop snoring. When was the last time your bra was so comfortable you forgot to take it off? Can't remember, right? Hi, I'm Heidi Zach, the founder of Third Love. And I'm Raelle Cohen, head of design. I started Third Love to give women bras they'd want to wear 24-7. Because believe it or not, 50% of women fall in between standard bra sizes. So in addition to offering A through G, we developed half cups. Shoes have half sizes. Why shouldn't bras? Glamour Magazine even named our t-shirt bra the most comfortable bra ever. In Style said our t-shirt bra is perfection. Elle Magazine calls our approach revolutionary. Millions of women agree and only wear third love with thousands of five-star reviews we're sure you will too and we're that confident you can try one of our bras for free for 30 days wear it wash it really live in it if you don't love it no problem returns and exchanges are easy and free go to thirdlove.com news to find a better fitting bra that's thirdlove.com news for this exclusive offer thirdlove.com news i'm trina and i'm dan we're, We're the, the founders, founders of, of Z-Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored. Yeah, he did. Crazy loud. I tried everything, including surgery to solve my snoring problem, but nothing worked. We knew there had to be a better solution, and we found it. Go to GetZQuiet.com. Z-Quiet is so easy to wear and works right out of the box. Over a million men and women have kicked snoring out of bed thanks to Z-Quiet, and you can too. To try Z-Quiet for 30 days for just nine ninety-five, go to GetZQuiet.com. That's GetZQuiet.com. The Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Trucking Radio. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. My woman took all, took all the reasons. I was working for I better not try to stand Oh man, you know Nothing like Charles lighting things up a little bit Yeah, every once in a while When we have these conversations mm-hmm, I know how you're feeling And I feel the same way for you Sometimes you just want to say Hey, take the CLD and shove it The uh, conversation today is all about The electronic logging devices And what it's going to mean We are T-minus six weeks and counting Before the compliance date goes into effect And so when you talk about um, The December 18th deadline That's looming on us There are still a lot of questions out there And for all the work That the FMCSA has been doing About uh, getting this ready You think that there would be uh, A lot more in the way of information And, And so I will share with you The information that they do have out there And uh, there's Q&A all around. Uh, I I wonder how many people actually go there and seek it out. Uh, A lot of times whenever somebody is making you do something, if you're like me at least, when somebody's making you do something, I wait until the very last moment to do it because I really 
use that opportunity to, uh, I guess, voice my dissent by not being Johnny on the spot and getting all my ducks in a row early. And uh, I think that is probably a a normal psychological process for a lot of people, that if somebody is going to twist your arm and make you do something, yeah, I'll pay that bill, but I'm paying it like in the 11th hour on the last day that it's due. (laughs) Because I don't want to pay the bill. Same thing with ELD compliance. One thing that is of note, and I think it uh, is worth mentioning, is that um, Ray Martinez, who is the incoming FMCSA administrator, he is the nominee to head the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. He does have awareness of the burdens and some of the hardships that are represented by the electronic logging devices. Fleet owner is reporting that... um, the goal is not to cripple commerce. The goal is to make roadways safer. Now, that's the, that is the talking point, right? Ray Martinez has stated that. The goal is not to cripple commerce. The goal is to make roadways safer. And this is a couple weeks ago when he appeared before the Senate Com- uh, Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation, if I recall. Um, the ELD mandate, and Martinez has stated that the ELD mandate could cause serious hardships to small independent truckers. And he is willing to listen to reasonable suggestions on either ELD or hours of service exemptions. However, Martin, uh, Martinez also acknowledged paper logs are susceptible to pro- fraudulent entries. So, in his own words, Martinez says that paper is susceptible to fraudulent entries. Now, in my mind, the way that I interpret that is that the reason the ELDs are being pushed so hard by the FMCSA is to get the falsification of logs under control. That's it. Now, will there be a result in in highway safety? Probably, because you're going to have a reduction in the percentage of folks who are out there uh, running two and three and four logbooks. So when you boil it all down, it is going to be burdensome. It is going to create hardships. He's aware of it, and he says that he's willing to listen to reasonable suggestions on ELD or hours of service exemptions. I wonder how many folks are going to flood the inbox of the FMCSA with exemption requests. I think that you should. Why not? That is That's the job. They put on enough staff to handle all this. Maybe it's because they knew this was coming. There's a storm a-brewing. Now, when Martinez was asked about CSA, the scores being removed from public view, Martinez calls himself an advocate for transparency. Uh Uh-oh. An advocate for transparency. He then added, the data does have to be accurate in order to be effective for the consumer. Amen, brother. And it has to be fair to the industries regulated. So... Uh, If that gives you a little shot across the bow as to what Martinez's first orders of business could be, should be most likely, it's going to get the data right, and it's going to make sure that the information that's being reported is not creating an unnecessary disadvantage to somebody who may be the recipient of some out-of-services or some other type of damning information through the CSA program. Thank you, Mr. Martinez. So uh, what about you? You got some thoughts, comments on ELDs? Are you ready? Uh, do you want to talk about what ELDs mean to you? Please get in with us. 888-876-2336 is the number. Uh, next 
information I'm going to share with you uh, in the next segment is going to be about the ELD approved vendor list. We'll talk a little bit about those that have had their approvals revoked, which is a more important list. Hopefully you're not running any of of those ELDs. And uh, also uh, a little bit about the self-certification. Let's go ahead and grab some phone calls, shall we? Let's go first up to the pole position. Wolfman in Wisconsin. What's up, Wolfman? Hey, how's it going, baby? All right. We're going to rock and roll. You know what I mean. It's TCB time. That's right. What's uh, up? I got I to tell you, man, I've been listening to this stuff about the ELDs for the past couple of years. Um, yep. I lost you yesterday in the hills in North Dakota. Um, I'm a Canadian truck driver. I drive both sides of the border, okay? I've always considered myself a diehard. I live in my truck 365 days a year. I know the trade, been doing it 25 years. The biggest problem is not the ELD. The biggest problem is the dispatchers with their bad planning, bad load calling, bad day times. I'm lucky I've got one of the greatest dispatchers out there. I get him to leave me an extra day for doing a trip every time. I've never been late with a load, ever. Oh, wow. Okay. I have never had a problem. I love that you guys have a minimum 30-minute break partway through the day. They keep saying we want to be able to drive more miles, put more miles on. We can only make so much money with so many miles. If drivers would band together a little better, listen to each other instead of fighting with each other over the almighty dollar, start standing up as a driver. We're the heartbeat that keeps the country going. It's been proven. Amen. And I don't care who says what. If they paid the drivers better, we would be a lot more. You hanging up on me again, Wolfman? What? What's up, man? We lost you, dude. I don't know what happened, but uh sounds like you got clipped. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ministry of Transportation up in Canada, they might be listening in today. <laughs> It would be like that movie, Enemy of the State. You remember Enemy of the State with Will Smith, where everything was being monitored? Yeah, you remember that? And it, the guy had uh, video footage of one a high-ranking member of government offing uh, somebody who was dissenting on a specific vote. Anyway, you just got Ministry of Transportation right off the show, dude. The Mott. <laughs> the Mod Squad. Mott Squad. They got you. Anyway, hey, thanks for your comments. Yeah, you're right. You are the lifeblood of commerce. The American trucker, and I'm talking about North American, all across this continent, the American trucker is the lifeblood of the economy, and not just the U.S. and Canadian economy, but I'm talking about world economy. If you didn't do what you did, and I've said it many times, if you did not do what you did, the whole world economy would feel that effect. And it would be immediate. And so there does need to be some common sense when it comes to making sure that the FMCSA and other uh, folks who would have you collared understand that. Folks that are in safety advocacy positions and are trying to get less driving time for you, more stringent regulations to improve your safety because you might save a couple of lives, which I agree, that is a noble pursuit. Don't get me wrong. But they don't understand what it does to the average small business owner. And it's very troubling. Now, obviously, 
you're going to say, yes, it's just a tool. The hours of service need to be changed, and uh, the hours of service are really the issue. It's not about that. Well, it does present a burden because it's just another bill, just another port of regulation. Now, there are uh, those that are really looking forward to split sleeper birth. I want to hear your comments on that because that would be the next step in this process. Once they get control over the ELDs and the falsification of logs, which is what Rada Martinez was talking about, now we can start talking about, okay, infuse some flexibilities in the hours of service regulation. It might solve the problem. We'll see. I would like to get another hour of drive time as well. Oh, and by the way, why not open that window up a little bit and give it 16 hours instead of 14 hours? What gives? So uh, your phone calls are welcome, 8888 Dog. We're talking ELDs. Are you ready? Are you wanting to be ready? Do you have some questions? Do you have some comments? Do you have some solutions? Are you going to be filing an exemption with the FMCSA to try to get out of either the hours of service compliance or the ELD compliance? All calls are welcome. David in Missouri is next up. Dave, hey, man. Yeah, how are you, Casey? Uh, I'm fantastic. I work for a big auto dealer group in Omaha, Nebraska, and we haul cars all over the country to customers. Uh, We run one-ton duallys. One of the biggest things that I think is going to happen with anybody that runs uh, the light-duty truck is going to find an ELD that's going to work properly. Uh, All the companies have spent, you know, all their time on the big trucks, but they've got to do the little trucks, which work a little different. Uh, So I encourage everybody not to wait until December to go out and find one because we've been looking for two months. And we finally, oh, wow. looks like we, it looks like we found one. Uh, the question I was going to ask uh, Mark and Rick was, uh, they haven't gotten it calibrated uh, yet uh, to get it to five miles an hour. So I, I'll pull off a um, an island, a fuel island, mm-hmm. pull ahead, and it goes from on duty to drive, just in that 20 gotcha. feet. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I think I would. I, I encourage everybody not to wait because you're going to be sitting at home and uh, not driving if, 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 if we do wait too long. L- tell so, me, uh, David, have you contacted yeah. the manufacturer or your supplier of the ELD equipment and uh, talked with them about how to potentially calibrate that uh, unit? Uh, and is yeah, it something yeah. that they are working with you on? Yes. Uh, we had two issues. Uh, uh, I've run their program for uh, almost a month. Uh, they finally shipped the uh, ELD hookup. I'm the first and only person that has it hooked up in a truck. Nice. And we and we couldn't get my, it wouldn't read the mileage off the truck. Okay. Uh, so I had to manually input it. They took care of that, and now they're working on trying to get so they can get the speed up. So working very hard with us. So, uh I was given the nice job of going out and finding one for the company. We have seven drivers, and uh, uh, I was elected to go out and find one and learn how to use it and there train you go. everybody. Well, for uh, the edification of the rest of the Road Dog Nation, what uh, ELD device works for the car haulers on uh, lighter-duty trucks? Well, uh, we were about ready to go out and get a second one because I was really frustrated that they weren't able to get done what I need to get done, and I, I don't, I don't want to wait. I want, I want one now that works so I can get all my guys trained when they can mm-hmm. run uh, paper logs and ELD 
and the paper log is their real log uh, up until uh, December. Uh, the one that we, we we're using that I'm t testing out, I think we're going to end up getting, is HOS Reporter. HOS Reporter? Yes. Okay. Reporter. Reporter. Okay, gotcha, Correct. gotcha. It, they were just uh, in the top five uh, by Overdrive a couple of days ago. They were listed in the top five or six of um, recommended ones that they were recommending. You know what? I just I, I was just looking at the CSA uh, or excuse me, the FMCSA information, and that that one just popped up on the revoked list for FMCSA. Really? No. Oh, it's a, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was going to say I was going to say a few days ago it was on a pick list. <laughs> I'm playing maybe with you, heard, David. Maybe they heard I was having problems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. A David's not happy. We're gonna have to go and revoke this thing. Nah. That's right. Uh, I think I think it's a good. I like it. Uh, um, I've used my Garmin for uh, seven months uh, okay. with their hours of service, and I, just so I get used to pushing buttons, you know, because that's where everybody I think is going to have the problem is we got guys that don't even have a computer at their house. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And you think about that too. Uh, there could be an element of distraction when it comes to managing your ELDs, and that's not anything that many people are talking about. Well, hey, this is another device in the vehicle, and it could be d a distraction. So, David, hey man, thank you for calling. I appreciate that. And uh, so again, he said that he is running a lighter duty truck, a dually, and uh, he's a car hauler. And finding a, an ELD device that works with that segment of the industry is very difficult for them. But they're still trying to get through the process of getting the dang thing calibrated to work properly. The product that he's using is HOS Recorder. If you are in that segment of the industry and you're hearing the sound of my voice and you are questioning uh, a good place to start, I'd try that and find out if they'll work with you as well. And uh, just so you know, SiriusXM has no affiliation with any of these companies that we talk about, and uh, this is not an endorsement. It's just open conversation about what is working for the hardworking men and women of the industry. So uh, that said, let's go ahead and take a quick time out. Hey, we are talking a little bit about ELDs today. I would like your call. 888-876-2336 is the number. I've had open, uh, excuse me, full lines for the past uh, 40 minutes. So when it comes down to it, uh, it may be easier to get me on Facebook, uh, and that's at kc.phillips.52. I'll be monitoring those uh, messages. And we also have at Road Dog Live, which is uh, another Facebook uh, portal for you. Send me a message there. So all kinds of ways you can be part of the show today. Casey Phillips hanging out with you in Nashville, Tennessee, overlooking the honky-tonk district of the Music City. And Charles Roberts and Griffin hanging out in D.C., taking care of everybody on the board side of things. We'll be back right here on Sirius XM. I'm Todd Gordon, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Shower storms extend from the Great Lakes through the Ohio Valley over to the Mid-Atlantic states and New England, so watch out. East-West interstates looking at showers and storms from Massachusetts to New York State all the way down through Pennsylvania and Ohio. Same type of thing for I-80. Those extend from New Jersey through Pennsylvania and Ohio. I-84, those shower storms are out there. Same type of thing for I-86 and I-88 through the New England states. I-78 and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania. We have the scattered showers and storm threat there. I-70 from Maryland to Pennsylvania and Ohio. Scattered showers and storms. 
Farther down to the south, I-64, straight shower storm cannot be ruled out in parts of Virginia and West Virginia. A little more widespread as you work your way into parts of Kentucky. Farther out west, I-90, some snow showers from western Montana into Idaho and Washington State. Same thing for I-84 from Utah into Idaho as well as Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series 146 and on the Series of Matt Smartphones. This is Sandra Sanford, VP of TA Truck Service Road Squad. When you're stuck and broken down, you can count on Road Squad. From the agents that answer your call to the technicians that perform your repair, we're committed to getting you rolling. So when, no, if you break down, we show up. Just call 800-824-SHOP and you'll have our full attention. TA Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Hi, I'm Shannon, a professional driver at Warner Enterprises. If you want to help keep America moving, then Warner is the place for you. Warner is offering peak season incentives for team drivers. If you don't have a partner, Warner's experienced team matching specialist will help you find a great driver to team with who has similar interests. And don't forget, our teams average over six figures annually with mostly pre-assigned drop-and-hook freight and longer miles per load. Go further together. Apply at warnerteams.com today. Tim Ridley, a former driver who gets and understands the life of the professional driver. I get the phone call. I just listen. Join a community of drivers helping each other get through some of the long, lonely miles. Share some of the laughter, some of the things you laughed about. A former driver sharing his wisdom in life and the industry. You can help yourself get through certain situations. The Tim Ridley Show, weekdays, 5 a.m. East. Get involved on Road Dog Trucking Radio and everywhere on the Sirius XM app. Now, back to the conversation on Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Hey, I got a quick shout out to all those truckers out there with the tricked out big rigs, the custom paint jobs, sleeper cabins and chrome, lots of chrome. But, you know, there's one more thing you can do to make your cab the envy of other truckers. Get a portable satellite antenna from DISH, and you can get all the HD TV you love to watch at home right in your cab. Check it out. DISHformytruck.com. You'll never miss your favorite show or the big game because you're on the road again. And the best part is you won't get locked into a long-term TV contract. DISH pay-as-you-go programming lets you pay for only the months you use Nothing makes your rig the envy of other truckers like HDTV in your cab. So next time you pull over, visit 
uh, dishformytruck.com. Outfit your rig like a pro with HDTV and a portable satellite antenna from Dish. Restrictions do apply. Visit dishformytruck.com for details. Speaking of the big game, congratulations to the Houston Astros for taking down the World Series. They won it in Game 7. I think the final score was 5-1. to one. And uh, special uh, congrats go to my sisters who were at part of the celebration last night in Houston. So uh, good for them. Let's go ahead and get back to the conversation today. If you want in, I'd love to have you. 8888-ROAD-DOG is the number. If you can't get in that way, hit us up on Facebook. That's at Road Dog Live or Casey.Phillips.52. I got a lot of messages coming in. Everybody wants to talk about ELDs. There are a lot of ins and outs when it comes down to it. And uh, items you should know. Uh, next on the list to talk about is the certified list of approved vendors from the FMCSA and the revoked list. Now, if you go on to FMCSA, let me tell you, they got a slew, slew, I tell you, of ELDs that have already been put on their list. When it comes down to it, though, and you click on the view revoked ELDs, there are no revoked ELDs. So that means there's not been any testing done on any of these to see if they are going to be able to pass muster or not. When it comes down to it, you have to be ready for the date on the 18th. But we're not going to tell you if the item that you're buying, the FMCSA is not endorsing any of these vendors' products. So they're not going to tell you until after you have to be in compliance. How, how does this work? It, it really seems bass-ackwards, if you ask me. I, I don't know. It, it just does not seem quite logical. Uh, Mr. Spock would be having a field day with the FMCSA. Well, that's not logical. But when it comes down to it, uh, we do have to, I guess, take a leap of faith with the provider that we choose for our ELD equipment. Now, there is a compliance date and an out-of-service date, two different dates, that have been published by CVSA. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So basically right now, as it exists six weeks out, December 18th being the date, with six weeks to go, every ELD out of the market has a certification. If they're saying that they are FMCSA certified, they're probably not feeding you a line of bull. They are probably on the list. There are no revocations from the FMCSA to date. Now, whether that means that they're just testing the equipment or they're going to wait until December 18th before they start testing the equipment, it still seems pretty unfair and an unreasonable expectation, if you ask me. And that's just... That's not coming from the regulatory side of how rules are made and and how they're supposed to be followed. That comes from uh, num number one a, a commonsensical standpoint and a fairness standpoint. If you're having to spend a couple hundred dollars on an ELD, it would be nice that the folks who are telling you you have to spend this money give you the list of the approved devices. Oh, but the FMCSA doesn't endorse any vendors. Well, we understand that. But how do we know we're not throwing our money down the toilet? It, it seems very unfair. So uh, those are my thoughts on it. Get in with us if you have some thoughts of your own. 8888 Road Dog. Let's go to um, Monin in Virginia. Monin, what's up? It's Norman, buddy. What is it? Norman. Norman, my favorite Canadian. What is up? Hey, buddy. Um, I got uh, 
one of these uh, JJ Keller ELDs that work uh, on your mobile device through Bluetooth. Uh huh. And uh, I don't know what it is about my 880 mobile, but I always get crazy. The only thing that doesn't work properly is the mileage. I average between 1.7 and 2.5 million miles a day, according to my ELD. Um, a million miles a day, you say? Anywhere between 1.7 and 2.5 million miles a day. That's how much it shows that I've traveled in one duty cycle. So I wish I was getting paid for all those miles. Well, I was going to say that's how you can uh, afford that VT880. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the only thing wrong with the one I have. Did I tell you it's a JJ Keller? But that's the, uh, <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the only thing wrong with mine. Um, and, like, uh, I'm in the same camp as everything you've been talking about. It's, it's not the ELD. I mean, nobody should be forced to, you know, put something in their vehicle just because it's supposed to be safe. And we know it's not. Uh, making you any safer driver, but uh, it's not the ELDs that is the big headache, as you were saying before. It's the inflexibility of the rules. Once you start the clock ticking, it's like a time bomb. It keeps ticking mm-hmm. down, and then when you run out of time, uh, you better be stopped somewhere. Um, you know, we have, uh, as you probably know, a little more flexible hours of service in Canada, and it works on both sides of the border, by the way. But we have sure, a little more sure. flexible hours of service, and uh, uh, very limited uh, hours of service. In other words, what I'm saying is we don't have like 80,000 pages about hours of service. Ours is four or five pages and covers everything for normal service. And then for North uh, 60th parallel, they get uh, different. Oh, geez, for this guy, he's really being silly. Uh, I, I can got, give you. Uh, Norman, I can give you uh, my thoughts on what the Ministry of Transportation's uh, directions or uh, guidance for the. Uh, different uh, states or um, what do you call them up in Canada, Uh, provinces. I can tell you what it probably says. It says, don't drive tired and use your best interest. That's all all the regulations need to say. Don't drive tired. Use your best judgment. You are the professionals. I wish ours could be honed down to that. Yeah, can you imagine now? Compared to, I'm not saying the jobs are similar, but we're more over-regulated than, let's say, an airline pilot that's, you know, flying an Airbus with 500-some souls on board, you know. We have way more regulation and duplication, and, you know, than they do, and I'm not saying that we're more valuable than them, but it's just like, uh, uh, it just seems that because we're so big, you know, three-plus million owner-operators or whatever the, the rules say they are, or whatever the statistics say they are, it just seems that because we're a bigger moving target and we're on one landmass, whereas pilots fly over the world, seem to get more uh, more uh, regulation thrown at us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Norman, great hearing from you, my friend, and uh, call back. I miss our chats. Um, we are going to keep rolling, but when when you talk about that and the differences, the the and I think that it has to do with how many different folks you come into contact when you're on the road. There is a much uh, uh, higher density of people that you come into contact with while you're running up and down the roadways than those folks in the airways uh, are coming into contact with. Yeah, they might have 500 people on a plane. Uh, you think about most domestic flights, you're probably talking anywhere from 100 to 150 people on any of those smaller planes. And so while that is the case, there's a lot uh, lower density of traffic 
up there. You probably come into contact with uh, several thousand individuals in a day. And that means that there is ultimately a higher risk due to the fact that there's higher density of commuters on the roadways. And that probably goes into, I'm, I'm not saying that that is the, why they put more regulations on truckers, but that's probably, it goes into the uh, decision, I would say, as to who they can regulate and try to, to improve the safety. And also you have the physics concern with an 80,000-pound piece of equipment coming into contact with a 2,000-pound piece of equipment, the physics make it uh, very, very obvious that if they can regulate the 80,000-pound piece of equipment and make it not be involved with the accident, then they're probably going to have a better opportunity to reduce fatalities on the road. Granted, you might have a higher percentage of incidents and accidents and injuries, but as far as fatalities go, that would uh, further reduce that. So it, it's it's... I don't even want to try to get inside the head of the people who make who make the rules in the industry, but uh, when you talk about those types of realities uh, about the regulations for different industries, I, I think that is a fair assessment of why we get all these rules. I contend, and I've said it many times, and I'll say it one more time. This probably isn't the last time, though, that uh, the FMCSA and the Department of Transportation. Uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Federal Highway Administration, if they could pull their funds together and want to really make a difference when it comes to safety, they need to regulate four-wheelers. Let's regulate the two, the four, the six, and the ten. Get all those guys on the same page as we in the trucking industry. Number one, make them understand the privilege the driving is. Get them to learn how to drive around big trucks. Make sure that they know how to accelerate on an on-ramp and decelerate on an off-ramp. Teach them the basics. I was driving into work today. I was getting up on to I-40 eastbound into Nashville. I live on the west side of town. A guy in front of me was in a very nice sedan. He was running up the acceleration ramp, and he got onto the interstate at about 45 miles an hour. I passed him on the acceleration ramp. I stayed on his right side, and I passed him on the ramp and got in front of him. Because I'm like, dude, you're 45 miles an hour. You're getting ready for a rear-end collision, I hope. Did you bring your neck brace with you? Because you're going to need it. Joker. Why, why is it that people can't get the fundamentals of driving? I don't get it. But the truth is, if the FMCSA and all the other organizations that say that they are interested in safety would put their heads together and put their money where their mouth is and start assessing and addressing where the money needs to go. It needs to go in training and giving the fundamentals to the people who just don't know how to drive. That's what it is, plain and simple. Talking to ELDs on the show today, if you want in, 8888 Road Dog is the number. I'm going to get some uh, Facebook comments here when we get back from a quick timeout, but uh, we're going to take the timeout. And come right back to you. This Road Dog Trucking News Break is sponsored by Martin. I'm KC on Road Dog Live with you, and we'll be back. Country music's biggest night is coming to Sirius XM. Starting today, the highway becomes CMA Awards Radio. With exclusive behind-the-scenes interviews and special events, including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rudd, and more. Live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. Coming to the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. Ever had buyer's regret? 
a pair of shoes you didn't really need, electronics obsolete before you even plug them in, or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret. That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text KIT66 to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert, ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting KIT66 to 85850. Don't forget, that's KIT. 66 to 85850. Mail hauling jobs are among the best careers in the trucking industry. Salmon Companies, a government contractor transporting mail in almost every state in the nation, is now hiring full-time Class A drivers. You'll earn outstanding hourly pay for all time work. Enjoy quality home time. That means home most days. A sign-on bonus and great benefits, including company paid health insurance, paid vacations, 10 paid holidays, 401k with company match, and more. Now hiring for our peak season. Apply today at driveforsalmon.com. That's drive4salmon.com. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Series XM. 146. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host KC Phillips. We're back. Welcome back into Road Dog Live. A quick public service announcement before we keep rolling. Um, a guy named Mike on Facebook, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he sent me a message, and it had a link to a video on it. And I never, just for all of you who may send me content on Facebook and try to send me a link or an invitation uh, with the Messenger feature of Facebook, I never, ever open anything on on it because I know there's a lot of hacking going on. So I just replied to Mike, hey, what is this, Mike? He said, hey, I got hacked. Don't open it. So uh, for everybody out there, if anybody sends you a, a link to a funny video or whatever, do not click on it ever. And I instructed my kids the same way. It's just like you just don't know. Until you get confirmation that there is a real reason that there's a link for you to click, don't click. We're a click-free zone in the Phillips household, let me tell you. 
But uh, we are talking a little, bit, a little bit about ELDs, and so I was checking the messages that came across. I have two uh, specific messages that uh, I have pulled out from all of the incomer, in- incoming messages, and uh, I want to talk about them, and I'll start the second hour with those messages because they paint two totally different stories. And it just goes to show you that there are both sides to this debate, and some folks love ELDs. Some people don't like the idea of ELDs and don't like the fact that it is mandated and your hand is being forced. And I get both sides of it. So we'll talk about that to start the next hour of the show. In the meantime, let's go ahead and grab some more phone calls. Let's go next up to Lost Yankee in Florida. Lost Yankee, what's up, bub? Hey, how you doing there, Casey? I'm fantastic, man. You still uh, running that trailer, buddy? Yep. Good deal, man. I hope it's going well. All right. My take is I'm like you. I see both sides of it. I've ran paper. I've run e-logs. It's not the e-logs. It's the hours of service. And had FMCSA done their homework and looked at their rules, if you really go in and look at their rules and study them, they allow you to log on paper the miles in the state versus the speed limit instead of logging as you do it. Hmm. Okay. Follow what I'm saying? Uh, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. So you can so, you can run five miles an hour over the posted speed limit and get more miles during your time. Is that how you could work that system? Well, here's how you work the system. You got 170 miles in one, across one state. Okay. So you figure out the speed limit across that state is, say, 70 miles an hour. You figure out how long it's going to take you to run across that state. So you get caught up in a traffic jam. You get caught up in a wreck. You get caught up in weather. People are still logging it, speed limit, miles. Gotcha. Okay. FMC allows that to be done instead of really, I mean, everybody out here knows, I'm sorry, you are not going to average 70 miles an hour across every state or you're not going to run the speed limit, average the speed limit across every state. It's right. just not going to happen with a truck. Okay. It's, uh, it's a situation so we where we, we average 50 miles an hour. That's how we try to plan our drivers is uh, 50 miles per hour that they could get. And so if it was 100 miles they needed to drive, it was going to take them two hours. It was easy math. I'm still trying to I'm right. trying to wrap my head around how you could manipulate the uh, FMCSA's rules, though, because it seems as if, well, perhaps uh, you would be able to extend your 14 hours or extend your driving time in case there was some type type of uh, weather delays or traffic delays or construction, you know how many miles you're supposed to be able to get. So you'll you'll just I, I guess reduce the number of hours that you took to drive those amount of miles. It seems yep. like it wouldn't work out uh, any other way. Well, 
Even if you you sat for two hours, okay? Uh huh. And you didn't log them two hours of sitting. So by you sitting in them, that traffic jam for two hours, you got held up. Well, that means you cannot go two hours past. You're already two hours behind the clock. But okay, we're we're out of time, Lost Yankee. I'm still confused, buddy. Hey, math wasn't my math wasn't my strong suit, brother. But I appreciate you sharing that with us. There are going to be a lot of different rules that need a really strong microscope to get into it and see what really makes sense. FMCSA, a lot of their regulations don't make sense to the common man, and I'm kind of common. That's it for Hour 1. If you want in, 8888 Road Dog. We're talking ELD compliance. We'll be back. Hour 2 coming up. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Driving coach to coast. Sirius XM 146. Listen on the Sirius XM app. And now for a Road Dog Radio check. What's going on, y'all? This is Casey Phillips coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Crashville, the big nasty, Nash Vegas, whatever you want to call it. This is Tim Ridley from the Tim Ridley Show. Checking in from the sandy beaches of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Hey, this is Claire Marie from Radio Nemo down in the Big Easy. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Every night we're going to hit the big issues of the day and some surprising notes from all angles. That means Heartland America, you have a champion. Working class Americans, I came from you. And whether you're Republican or Democrat, your voice will be heard. Your values, your patriotism, your straightforward approach to issues, your demand for the truth. We'll have a hearing here on the show. Watch Laura Ingram on The Ingram Angle, weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fox News Channel. Country music's biggest night is coming to Sirius XM. The highway is now CMA Awards Radio. With exclusive behind-the-scenes interviews and special events, including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rudd, and more. Live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. On the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork, Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have periods of snow showers along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon and far northern California. Same type of thing along I-15 from Montana into parts of Idaho and Utah. 
I-55 and I-57. A stray shower thunderstorm cannot be ruled out in parts of Illinois. Same thing for I-69 and I-65 in Indiana. I-75, a scattered shower storm from far southeast Michigan to parts of Ohio and Kentucky. Same thing for I-77, scattered showers and storms in Ohio, pushing into parts of West Virginia. I-79, scattered shower storm in Pennsylvania. I-81 and I-87, some scattered shower storms in New York State, also extending down I-81 in parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland, into Virginia. I-95, we have some scattered showers and storms that threads out there from Maine all the way down through the mid-Atlantic states. I-91, 993. Scattered shower storm cannot be ruled out through New England. I'm Todd Bork with Cuts Went Up Drivers twice down the road, dog. Sirius 7146. Not the Sirius map.